And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. And welcome back to Flashback Fridays. I'm your host, Randy Lochran. If you're new to the podcast, let me explain what we do here. On Flashback Fridays, the Jason Modcast Podcast Network was created back in November of 2012. In that time, we have accumulated almost 900 episodes, and will the passing of every year, our archive continues to grow. So keep the shows in some case to people alive. I will pick three episodes from the past. We will take a look at the information that comes with it and give it a listen. Afterward, we will talk about the content, and we'll do this with all three shows, and at the end, I will hopefully deliver to you at least three hours of audio entertainment. The next episode we have for you is Scene Red 112, Plumbing the Pork. Oh my God. June 8, 2015, Rebecca, Aaron, Day finally make their triumphant return with an update on everyone's whereabouts, and then jump into some weird new scene red style with topics like religious man says you can impregnate your hand in the after after masturbation, and attempted murder in a nursing home, zombie cats raise, the funniest porn star on earth, and an Oklahoma man takes porkies to a whole new level. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rexy Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. You know, kids, we would not have a podcast without the Huffington Post. And one of the things that I've looked through while we've been gone, and I'm not going to even touch on why we were gone, um, I've been really watching the Huffington Post to come up with some really good stories. So I have, for your entertainment today, three great stories Extracted from the Huffington Post. Oh, yes, children. It's going to be fun. Hmm. So, uh, before we get into the gruesomeness of our show, let's start off things like we always do. How are the lovebirds? What lovebirds? I would say, what lovebirds? Oh, I've been listening to like old Scene Red episodes, and I used to call you guys the lovebirds. I know. Way back when. Way back when. Many, many moons ago. <laughs> no, it really wasn't that long Back ago, when I right? could stand him still. Yeah. Well. Welcome. Always, I was going to say, welcome to marriage. I was going to say, you can deport me. Deport buckle, man. I prefer yeah. the term adopt you out. Yeah. <laughs> it seems less critical. Well, if you're going to go do that, go all the way and just pimp them out. Yeah, hey, I'm about that. About Mom's always talking about doing that anyway, so. <laughs> Bimp them out. $15, little man. Maybe look, he got $2. Oh, yeah? <laughs> he's oh, all, you're nice. He's like, I have no retort for this. <clears throat> so, what have you guys been up to? Just because I'm going to go into my long spill, so I wanted to give you guys 
you know. Uh, changing and moving and stuff. Now, mind you, <laughs> I was gonna say we haven't had a podcast. Let's see. I'm actually gonna jump on here and take a peek real fast because I don't know the answer. Um, I feel like it's been like three months. Let's the last time the three of us got together and had a podcast was in April, I think. I'm trying to pull this up, but it's not pulling up. Let's see. Let me jump over here. Yeah, almost three months. Yeah, it was in April. So, yeah, almost three months. Yeah, because I think we were podcasting... We podcasted right after we got back from Viva. So Yes. Actually, I think that was the last time. Maybe. Like April. A, lot, a lot's happened <laughs> since then. Something. So. Um, what have we been up to? We've seen some awesome movies. We are boring-ass people. I don't know. We're not really the kind of adventurous kind of people because we usually take our money and... We're homebodies. Yeah. I think that's why we work out so well, but yet we clash so well. No, we clash well because you have a bad attitude. But, <laughs> I, don't uh, ha- wait, 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 wait. I don't have a bad attitude, okay? You are a bad attitude. No. No. Yeah. I have very bad <clears throat> anger issues. That's my, my problem. Anyways... <laughs> Um, we've been playing Final Fantasy. Trying to catch up. Because we took a break for a while. And the new expansion pack is coming out in... What's today? The 6th? Or the 7th. Technically it's the 7th. Yeah. So in 12 days it's coming out. Which is awesome. We've been playing for a year. Holy crap. More than that. We played beta. Yeah. So more than a year. 2013 was when the beta came out. And then in 2014 is when uh, the actual game came out. So, yeah. I was so pissed off when you got beta and I didn't the first time. Yeah. Explain. Because, uh, well, well, well you got alpha, all, didn't you? I mean, you saw it too late or something like that, so you couldn't register it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got alpha. I had a copy of the alpha, and I had seen the code too late, but they sent me a code for the beta because I was already registered for the alpha. Uh-huh. So I had the code for the beta, and she didn't get a code for the beta until, like, she's like, you're not going to play the beta without me. <laughs> like, said it like, Skeletor. She's going to summon the demons and shit. But she didn't get the beta until, like, the last, what, week beta was out. Yeah. And she registered, like, I don't know how many emails. And because every time you register your email for the beta, you had to register a device that you're going to use. So she registered my PlayStation, her PlayStation, uh, the the laptop she has, the desktop she had. I she registered, registered like, it all. everything. Damn. Yeah. And then I also got a beta for, uh, well, the alpha for Elder Scrolls, and I saw it too late, and I was pissed. Yeah. She wants to play that, because, I mean, I want to play that, too, but it looks like a really, really good game, and it, it the pre-order's going on for that now. But it's like... First person? No, it's, it's not first person, but it you, it's 
there's different the way you play is in first person as a choice but you can choose to play in third know. person but how the hell do people play first person rpgs someone tell me this i don't know you cannot see shit uh-uh Unless except you had for, headphones on. Except for you colors. Be, yeah. You wouldn't be able to see anything, but you'd be able to hear everything. If you had a, head, like a good set of headphones on, mm-hmm. or a headset, rather, you can hear everything that goes on. Like, that's how... You guys know, that's how I used to play Call of Duty. So, like, I could hear people running behind me, turn around real fast, boom, they're dead. So, a lot of people that how play this kind of hear, I don't understand that. I don't listen to sounds like that. 3D directional uh, 7.1 Dolby surround sound. But yeah, it's too much for me. I, I use my eyes for the games. I don't use my ears. <clears throat> so you were li- literally listening? Yeah, I was literally listening. There was a skill even. Okay, check this out. This is how good I was with a headset. There was a skill. It was called um, Ninja or some shit like that. It, was a, it wasn't a skill. It was a perk in Call of Duty. And because your footsteps were supposed to be silent like a ninja's. And I call bullshit because you can hear people fucking walking around like very lightly. It's like... Like, if you were doing a one-on-one, right. you could hear them walking through the hallways and shit. But you could still hear. Yeah, you could still hear it. It was just lighter. Yeah, it was really, really light. Like, you could, like if, you didn't have a head, if you didn't have a headset on, you wouldn't be able to hear it at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I used to be, like, really... Anyway. The video game ninja. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. And now I've surpassed him with my abilities. It's because I don't play Call of Duty anymore. I'm it don't matter. I don't even know anything about Call of Duty. Final Fantasy, I'm better than you and you can't stand it. No. Okay. No. <laughs> That's because you spend time crafting. No, even in everything I, I can get done, you can't. Yeah, because RNG allows it. Okay, RNG Jesus allows it? Yep. Yeah, what? We, we, okay. R- <laughs> R- 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 Jesus. Yeah, well, there's this, there's this thing that is a, it's like a meme for RPG, like MMORPGs. Uh-huh. And RNG is random number generated, so like drops and stuff. It's it's called RNG because you don't know what's gonna drop when it's gonna drop. How okay. It's gonna drop. So it's we call it RNG, and we say, oh, RNG Jesus has has saved the day. If we get something <laughs> that we really need, RNG Jesus loves me today. Yeah. So that's funny. I but I have a different playstyle than he does. That's for sure. I have a very very aggressive playstyle, and she watches me. That doesn't surprise me. That really doesn't. I have a very very like methodical playstyle. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me either. I like plan out everything I'm gonna do. Yeah, I don't. I'm like kill kill kill. He's just kill, go kill 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 kill. kill, kill. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't work in your favor. That's why you're constantly dying. No. All I ever hear, all I ever hear, all I ever see in the chat is. Damn it, Hayato! Because that's his character's name. Damn it, Hayato! What the fuck's wrong with you, Hayato? That's all I ever see. I'm like, poor him. I feel so bad for Aaron. He's always getting yelled at. Well, that and the majority of the people that uh, you're always I, getting yelled at. Everything you I know. Do. It's well, it's not even that. It's because okay, when he doesn't think when he does stuff. That's, I, that's true, but because it's cross-platform, PS3. PS4 and PC. Uh-huh. PS4 wasn't even a factor like back when she she was playing before the PS4 was released. Right. And the jump of processing power that is true. PS3 to a PC I look at- is unparalleled. Now that the PlayStation 4 is out, it's like completely level playing ground when it comes to playing on a console. For her, it's like playing on a PC almost. Yeah, but you know, it's still you still have a disadvantage as on a PlayStation 4 character because you don't have a mouse. That's true. But 
I like I watch my screen and watch his screen and like something will happen on my screen and then it'll happen on his screen like four seconds later. Yeah. So I have to basically. But when you're a PlayStation Three player, you have to literally overcompensate everything you do, yep. every move you make. You have to plan it ahead of time. That's how you, I've learned to play. I still play that way sometimes. When yeah. are you going to get a, a four for him? When he gets a job. Yeah, and then I have to buy it for myself. That's right. So she's not going to get it for me. You should buy it for yourself. I will. You need to buy. Some, you need to get a job and buy it, and you'll feel good about yourself. It'll give you. It'll give you a. What's the word? Confidence. Confidence. Yeah. Esteem. Since, since you brought up the job thing, I'm just going to touch on this real fast. Um, there's not much that I can say because it's in litigation right now. Um, uh, where do I start? Where do I even can, where can I start? I mean, le- legally, where can I, s- I'm not at the hospital currently. I think yeah, that's, that's, that's about, as I think that's what I can, can say. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can say also, it's not like I, you know, I'm in trouble for killing a patient or anything no. like that. Um, a lot of silly um red tape yeah and i can say that um within that i don't know if we talked about our our issue with and i say our i was talking about you know lacing myself and the kids our issue with the psychopathic um owner of where we were staying it kind of escalated to a point and Right now, we are lucky enough to be staying with Rebecca and Aaron. Um, so That's because our and Jesus allowed it today. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. And I will say one of the reasons why we haven't podcast, I think the biggest reason was, and I've kind of touched on this yesterday, you know, just conversation with you, and I touched on it again today, is, was I, I was kind of depressed. You know, it was, it's a, it's, it's a man blow is what it is. What it comes down to is it's a man blow. Yeah. Um, I can tell you're depressed because I think you've gained like 20 pounds since you've lived here. Really? Yeah. You don't, you don't, oh my God. Okay. He doesn't catch himself, but every time that Zoe. Here daddy, eat this. He eats it. And then he goes and makes a meal for himself and then Lacey will make something for him and he'll still be snacking on it. Anything that nobody wants, he eats. Plus, he eats his own food. <laughs> That's how I used to be. That I, I am. Um, it's not. But a, it's okay. It's, it's not okay. a stress eater. It's. Um, you have to fill the void. It's, it's basically like that. Yeah, but when I get depressed, I eat. Yeah. yeah. That's just something that I, I honestly, I didn't realize. I didn't realize it. That's but, how he is usually. Like he yeah. hear Aaron eat this. I, that's why I stopped like making such big portions for myself. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd always end up giving him my leftovers, and then he was like gaining weight. So I'm like, no. So with <laughs> that, I mean, I, I've able to kind of pull myself out of it, get myself out of this rut. Um, it is what it is. Whatever happens, happens, and there's nothing really that I can do. Um, I can say that I was a damn good employee. I was very on cue as a employee. Um, in fact, my work is not in question about this. And and I was saying that you know it's it's more red tape bullshit. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> you know, just have to. It's like back. a shit happens kind of thing. It is. It just kind of you know it, it's like one of those things where you just kind of get your foot caught in a crack kind of thing. Yeah. And I just that's just what happened. 
and and hopefully because i i have uh you know my union back in me hopefully you know everything will will work out so that's that's been the big reason why we haven't been podcasting with the the crazy ass owner and when i say crazy he was and you guys can back me on this he was legitimately fucking crazy yeah he, you know, like the, the saying, like people act like they own the place. Uh-huh. He did own the place, but he act like no one lived in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. And so with that going on, with me losing the job, I just I've just kind of lost it. But I'm, I'm I think I'm back. Um, we are still working on the mongers. We are now because we've been looking for a house for months. Yes. Months and months and months. And that, that's been our biggest downfall with this whole thing is to find a house. So we've decided that we're going to have a house built. And um, that's what's going on. We're, we're planning on doing it this month. We're going to just knock the trailer out, be finished with it, and move on with that as well. Um, let's see. That's pretty much it. That's, that's pretty much everything that's it's been going on. You know, Jaden's healthy. He's going into high school. Zoe's fine. She's healthy. Lily's getting big. I seen her. It was cool. We were watching a movie earlier, and Lacey was kind of laying back on her shirt, so her shirt was pulling against her stomach, and I could actually see Lily turn. That, that's always cool. Hmm. I, still, I still like the, my sister's a monster. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> when we went to have the... The ultrasound done, the gender determination ultrasound, they gave us a sneak peek 3D. And um, my daughter, Zoe, she, she that's what she said when she seen Lily on the screen in 3D. She said, you know, my sister's... Well, yeah, because oh. when you do 3D early, all it is is skeletal. Yeah. So it was like a skeleton. Yeah. It was funny, though. It was too cute. Hmm. <clears throat> I would have paid money to see that. Our Lacey said she wished she recorded it, but no one had their cameras recording it, but no, it was funny. It was. It was adorable. Um, so hopefully, kids, we're going to try to get this going. We need to get our feet back into the ground. We need to stabilize ourselves because we are, I think, even with everything that's going on, I still think we're a top-notch podcast. Yeah. And mentally physically spiritually wherever you want to put it it does something good for us yeah so speaking of spiritually kids let's go ahead and jump into the first topic oh i've been i've been holding on for this one for a while you know there's you you have muslims you have extreme muslims and then you have those Muslims that are just like, where the fuck did you come from? Today's topic is masturbation could make man's hand pregnant in afterlife. One guy says. What? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> you guys really think that's funny because that vein in your forehead is just popping out right now. <laughs> you see that vein in his forehead? Yeah. It's like a worm. Uh, <laughs> Creepy crawlies. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I haven't had a good laugh in a while. 
During a question and answer segment on a live television show, a Turkish televangelist warned married men that masturbation could make their hands pregnant in the afterlife. Mashid Shahid Han, an Islamic preacher, made the claim when a caller confessed that he had been masturbating as a married man as well as during the holy pilgrimage. You know, when you got to pull the pud, you got to pull the pud. I don't know what the heck the holy pilgrimage is. Uh, I think that's it's, like a mission or something. I, I'm thinking it's it's like um like their mission, like a holiday. I'm oh, thinking. okay, maybe. Holy pilgrimage. That's a fancy word phrase, <laughs> rather. <clears throat> it says, "One hath states that those who have sexual intercourse with their hands will find their hands pregnant in the afterlife, complaining against them." To God over its rights, Han responded to the caller. Over its, huh? <laughs> I didn't realize that any part of your body had its own. <laughs> okay, so it gets pregnant, and what 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 rights is it fighting over? Okay, uh, I'll give it to you just the way it's written. It says one hoth hoth states that those who have sexual intercourse with their hands will find their hands pregnant in the afterlife. Complaining against them to God over its rights. That's what it says. Okay. While Hans, or Hans, <coughs> not Hans, he's he's not French. He's Turkish. Hans would be German. Oh, Hans. My name is Hans. Akhtun! Um, while Han says that masturbation is a sin and quotes the text as evidence for why that is historically so, he admits that the topic is controversial, one with many varying options. The Hoth, yeah, it's Hoth, Hoth. (laughs) My mind was shot to Star Wars Right? (laughs) Uh, Is is it spelled H-O-T-H? A Our collections of teachings Of the following is uh, Wait, hold on Let me back up The Hoth are collections of teachings Of the Islamic prophet Muhammad Han uploaded the untranslated video of the segment to his Twitter account. Well, I have the video, but because it's in Turkish, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. So, there you go, kids. According to uh, one man's belief through another man's translation, uh, somehow you have... uh, The ability to um, embed your hand hand with... Sperm and apparently it becomes its own identity and it fights for rights in heaven, rights to what what it's writing for. We don't know, yeah. Well, to be continued, (laughs) right? For your right to be, I just want to know what does it like pop out of the the nail beds or how how is it extracted? It's like a little tumor in your hand. I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor, I'm a tumor. Oh, it's, um... Oh, shit, what's that movie? Um, 
Schwarzenegger. I hated the yeah, I hated the malls. You know the the um, oh shit, what is the name? That's Total Recall, wasn't it? Yeah, but the the creature, you know, oh. the guy opened up in the yeah, he's like Aah! yes, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck, what is his name? Well, anyway, I forgot too. But. I want to say Guido, but Guido's Star Wars. Yeah, I've been way too in deep with Star Wars lately. But anyway, yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, right? Looking up in heaven. You owe me child support, motherfucker. <laughs> Alimony. <laughs> Alimony. Oh, worse yet, <clears throat> it's quadruplets. You got a head on each. Uh, you know. Knuckle. <laughs> I was going to say each figure, but that works too. Oh, shit. <clears throat> you got to love that. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Don't don't beat the pud because... It'll get pregnant when you die. Yeah. Uh, never mind. <clears throat> <laughs> I was, it's just one of those things where I'm like, okay, <clears throat> I'm, I'm trying to think it through... A logical, you know, try to think of with this guy's. Okay, so realistically, through a male's life, the course of masturbation is probably in the hundreds, easily. Well, he only said when you're married. He didn't say anything about being single. That's true. That's true. Okay. I think I've already broken that just being married. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> his favorite hobby. That's his job. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I could. Never mind. But here's the thought. But just seriously, okay, even past the, the very thing. <laughs> oh, we made him blood. We made him blood. For bro- <laughs> My brother is a very big prude. You guys don't know that, but he's very. He's a prude. He takes it from. He gets it off. Uh, he gets it after his mother. No, I, I again. I'm trying to just put it. In your life. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to put it in, man. He's trying to trying put to it out of his mind so he can concentrate <laughs> and not turn beet red and have his vein pop out his forehead. Uh, oh shit! All right, let me <laughs> let me focus you on. You're choking me with that. I'm sorry, so man. okay, if okay, even if you're married, at least I don't know. I mean. It's got to be seriously in the hundreds, okay? So does that mean that every time a married man ejaculates, that's going to once, you know, so how? I mean, so you die, you have have like like 500 children. Yeah. That was like every time a man ejaculates, all his sperm become his children Mm. in the afterlife. So he's got like 5 million children. They're all fighting over the right for something that we don't know what it is. That Yeah. <clears throat> that's just one of those things where just like huh it doesn't really make sense it doesn't i don't understand it either it's just how could a how could, okay wait a second yes how could a preacher say that in a, in a religion when it's not part of the religion what do you mean if he just said that just to say that then why would people take that into account if it's not written down anywhere well, he said it's it's part of the teachings of Muhammad. How he's interpreting it, apparently. Yes. Okay, this one. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> I'm probably going to get some flack from my uh, from our female listeners, but I really don't like Nancy Grace. I just don't Who like. Who is her. that? 
Nancy Grace. Is she that blonde lady that's really annoying? Yes. And is always talking crap to people. Uh, mainly about men, yes. Fight with people, yeah. like on the news or something? Yeah, CNN. Oh, okay. Oh, I found... Um, it's... She's a f- it's on her HLN website, mm-hmm. Nancy Grace, but it's not written by her. But it's just the name, the the topic caught my, my attention and caught my imagination. Our second topic of the evening is cops. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you... No? No. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> it says cops. Woman, 70, stabs neighbor at... Retirement home. Shit just got real. Okay. Somebody wanted that split pea soup and then they got fucking shanked. I'm thinking tapioca. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That's my tapioca. <laughs> Don't make me put my teeth in, damn it. Okay, here's the bulletins. Okay. <laughs> Sacramento police says Barbara Holland, 70, stabbed her 75-year-old neighbor in the neck after an ongoing dispute. Holland Holland faces an attempted murder charge. The elderly victim was seriously injured but is expected to survive. That's good. Okay, but why? Where does it get good? I know. I'm like, I'm waiting for it. Does that be okay? It says, a 70-year-old woman was arrested on attempted murder charge after she allegedly stabbed her neighbor in the neck at a California retirement home. Sacramento officers responded to an apartment building regarding an ongoing neighbor dispute that escalated into Barbara Holland stabbing her 75-year-old neighbor with a knife, according to police. CNN affiliate KTXL reports Holland walked to the victim's room across the hall, pulled out a knife, and immediately beginning to begin stabbing until she fled the scene. Officers, officers later arrested Holland in her room without incident, authorities said. The 100-pound suspect <clears throat> was blocked into or book, sorry, was booked into the Sacramento County Jail without bail. She is expected to appear in the court for initial hearing this week, at which point she will be appointed an attorney, according to court officials. The elderly victim sustained serious injuries that required treatment at a local hospital, according to police, but she is expected to make a full recovery. Authorities have not said what the ongoing argument between Holland and the victim was. They're googly eye and the same old man. <laughs> oh. Mm. Now I have to look and see what was. Let me see. I'm going to see if there's any follow-up on this. Because now I'm curious. <clears throat> so Aaron thinks it's about tapioca pudding and everything's about we'll we'll generalize it and say food okay i say it's over a man uh uh, to do to do to do let's see i should save all the shit that i find on facebook i find so many stories all the time you should let's see 
Let's see. Let me do. <clears throat> there we go. Let's see. If that does. Okay, there we go. Pulls her up. She's ugly looking. She's got dementia. You can look in her eyes and tell she's got dementia. Uh, let's see. The stabbing of the neighbor. Woman charged in stabbing retirement home. Stabbing. Stabbing. So she's feeling a little stabby. Everyone stabs, stabs, stabs. How's this guy not dead? The woman. <laughs> or how's this woman not dead? Uh, okay, so there's no follow-up for some reason. This has been a while, been a few months since this happened, so if I come across it, I'll, I'll update it now because I want to know. I want to know, too. She's not happy, though. I'll tell you that. Mm. Very angry. <clears throat> she just wanted to. There it is. There it is. She wanted. She'd been waiting all day. To find out if Luke and Laura was finally going to get together and tie the knot after all these decades, right? She'd been waiting like all week long. She finally rolled herself into the, the room. She turned on her TV. And just as she was about to find out, her neighbor was snoring across the hall so loud she couldn't figure out what was going on. <laughs> So she got so pissed off, she forgot she was in a wheelchair. She stood up, grabbed a knife, and walked across. Where did she get a knife at? That's my other question because they're in a retirement room. They have their own rooms. They don't have like their own apartments. They have rooms. Right. Where the hell did she get a knife from? I don't know. It wasn't a plastic knife, apparently. Or a butter knife. I mean, I've worked in my fair share of nursing homes. You can get a butter knife. Yeah. There's no steak knives. No. So that must have really hurt. If, if she got stabbed by a butter knife, that sucks. How could a 100-pound woman have enough force to stab somebody that hard to, like, almost kill them? She really wanted to find out what was going to happen with Luke and Laura. That's what it was. Or she find, she she found out that after watching Golden Girls <laughs> for so many years on TV land because this show so the, the same the, the mom died at the end? Yeah. Wiggle the Wiggle your cord. Just a little Me. bit. Is it you? Yeah, it is. <clears throat> now, what were you saying about the Golden Girls? I was going to say, after watching so many reruns of Golden Girls on TV land for so many years, she finally figured out at the end the mom died. <laughs> I don't remember. She, she has dementia, so she, she, didn't, she didn't remember she died. She found out all over again. Yeah. And every time <laughs> there was something that happened, there had to have been. Or why else would she be in a retirement home? She probably tried to strangle one of her children or something. Killed the dog the second time she found out. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean she's been dead for 20 years? <laughs> That's funny you say about killing the dog. Because our next topic, and I'm not going to show you this picture, because I know that you're both uh, very adamant about animals. animals. This one just caught my attention. And it's called Zombie Cat Claws Way Out of Grave. I've Five seen that, days I've seen that after, picture. I have you? Yeah, the cat didn't being, die, poor baby. After being buried alive. <clears throat> it's a horrific cat. I mean, the, it just... We had a discussion about this story. 
And we both think that, that the neighbor knew the cat wasn't dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, well, let me read through it because I only read the, right. the headline, so I don't know what's going on. It says, the mangled hellcat pictured above has had a shitty week. First, the cat named Bart was hit by a car. Then, thinking the cat was dead, Bart's owner buried him. But Bart wasn't dead. Five whole days later, Bart, his face half gone, one eye ruined, reportedly emerged from his grave and wandered into the neighborhood or neighbor's yard. Maybe it was – I'm confused. Okay, go ahead and read it. He had dug himself out of the grave and slowly made his way back home. Um, yet weak and dehydrated and in need of medical attention, the Humane Society told ABC7 in Tampa Bay, Florida. The owner took the cat to Tampa Bay Humane Society where Bart will have his – Broken jaw wired, his left eye removed, and feeding tube inserted. Despite an extensive injuries, veterinarians at the Humane Society expects Bart to survive. <clears throat> and it's just, it's... Maybe I'm thinking of something different. I mean, I did hear about the zombie cat. I think I'm thinking of a different story. And then someone down here thought it was funny. They took a close-up of the cat, and it says... Still got eight lift, bitch. Uh, um, yeah, there's nothing really much to talk about. It's just it was just you know zombie cat. I yeah. mean, just the thought. Do you think a human could have that type of wherewithal to dig know. for five days to get out of the you know out of being buried? I don't know. The nice thing about this. For him, seriously, and I'm not being funny, is he was probably buried in like a, a shoebox or something. Yeah. So he had all that open room, open space, so when he stood up, you know, it kind of just probably folded and he was able to dig him way out. Yeah. Yeah. But still, five days, that's whew, that's pretty torturous, even for an animal. <clears throat> okay, let's see. What else do I have for our... Uh, let's see. Zombies are real, people. They are here. <laughs> uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oops. Let's see. <clears throat> Give them something a little bit new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To, to work with here. Uh, do we want to talk about how this lady, how she laughed her way out of porn? Laughed? Laughed. What? That's what it says. All right. She wins. It says, meet the funniest porn star on earth. Alia? A-L-I-A. Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Uh, Aaliyah Janine. <clears throat> she got big boobs, but she's not attractive. So I guess that's why she had to be funny, huh? Most of the time, it's not even about <clears throat> being attractive. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you watch very much porn. 
I don't. Half those females aren't attractive. They I, just have good-looking vaginas and bleached bleach buttholes. buttholes. <laughs> See? Stop thinking the way I think. <laughs> well, assuming that 90s porn must be different from today's porn. Oh, yeah? Are you sure that's when you stop? <laughs> I'm pretty certain. Or is that just what you have in your collection? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, Lacey would never let him have a collection. We know this. No. He's okay. got nerd porn. I'm just saying. What? So you've got nerd porn. I'm just saying. Nerd porn. <laughs> um. Okay. It says porn and jokes. What would make our sex life be? Hold on. Let me try that again. Porn and jokes. What would our sex lives be without them? From a back office closet at the Huffington Post, we sat down with porn star turned comedian. Uh, what did you say her name was? Aaliyah. Aaliyah Janine. To find out which which professional profession is filled with more dicks. Janine, born in uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, was an exotic dancer out of high school while also working as a security guard and an armored car driver. Really? At 30, she took the plunge into adult cinema. In the four-year blitz, she starred in more than 150 titles, shorts, and features like Boob Banger 7, Milf Tells 3, Booblaholics Anonymous 7, and Titty Sweat 2. <laughs> you know, they don't really put a whole lot of creative <laughs> <Do> the names. <laughs> sweat. You get that just walking out on the street during summer. Why is that a porno name? Wait a second. Pleasuring yourself on camera might be hard, but standing on stage telling jokes about those eye stinging money shots is even harder. Janine now works at the club at clubs in New York and Los Angeles. She recently hosted Cutthroat Comedy at New York's Cutting Room. It's my phone. Oh, somebody calling? <laughs> it's a notification. I'll go away in a minute. Oh, okay. It's okay. I don't know if you guys can hear this, but it's the Imperial March going on in the background. Mm-hmm. It's the, rock the metal version. version. Um, so she's recently hoded, host hoded. <laughs> she oh, she, she all right. Uh, she recently hosted cutthroat comedy at New York's cutting room where porn stars and comics team up for an event of fleshlights and fun. Now here's the scary thing. I know what a fleshlight is. Have you ever used one? No, I've never seen one in person, but I know no. what they are. Look at him. You can't even say that. Oh, my God. I I think my brother's 12. I swear for now he must be 12 years old. Why? Why? What, what's a flashlight? I, I don't know. I, I know what they are, but I haven't seen one. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen what they look like. I know. I'm just, I like to tease you because you're like, you can't even say it with a straight face. Nah. Like, well, it's funny. To me, it's funny. Okay. You and your mom are too similar. They are, right? He acts so much like her. Just when it comes to this kind of stuff. 
No, they have, they have a lot of similar ways. It shores up and down that you're just like your father, but you're, you're a lot <coughs> Okay, like you disagree. Too, but anyway. My what? Your expressions, too. <laughs> that little... I don't know. Face. I know they have the same face when they do that. It says, listen to our embedded podcast above and head over to iTunes to rate the review. That's just a cheap plug. Uh, you can your continued support allows them to. That's just a more special thanks to producer. More plug. Um, let's see. I think she got enough plug to go around. I mean, she was a ex porn star apparently and that's pretty much a lot of titty sweat (laughs) i get that just sitting down what the fuck you need to make a porno about that like come on now hello technology that helps me i can't turn this off either hold on i'm there Hello we go. to Titty Sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go to another article, but it just wouldn't let me. Yeah, so it doesn't even really say as to why she was the funniest, you know, porn star. It just was a whole bunch of plugs, you know. That's. I want to thank the little people, and, mainly the and large the big ones. ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <clears throat> All right, kids, let's go ahead and. Let me find it. You know, I, I was sitting there thinking about this real fast. You know, and when we did the mongers, we we kind of ripped from Deliverance. You remember, and there was a, a scene where, you know, the guy in both Deliverance and the mongers, he's like, "Squeal, pig, squeal." You know that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, my final story of the night kind of brings that full circle because tonight's <laughs> final. Is seventy-seven-year-old man caught on tape violating a pig? Squeal, pig, squeal. What is he in Arkansas? Uh, we're about to find out. Oh, you're close. Oklahoma. Oh, you're close. Yes, Oklahoma. Oh, that was my second choice. <laughs> it says a seventy-seven-year-old man in southern Oklahoma has been charged with crimes against nature in connection with an incident in which he allegedly violated a pig. It says, Jimmy Hawkeye, uh, let's see, J-E-T-E-R, Jitter, Jetter, Header? Jetter. Jetter. Okay, so Jimmy Hawkeye Jetter of Davison, was arrested Thursday after a camera allegedly caught him sexually assaulting a show pig. According to the occurrence in the agricultural barn of the property belonged to the Davis Public School, the police said. And, according to court documents obtained by KFOR-TV, Jeffer walked into the pig pen, unzipped his pants, and appeared to pull something out of his pants. <laughs> appeared to pull something out of his pants. Okay. He then bent over. He found himself a female pig. Questioned by police about his alleged illegal activities, 
Jeffers denied having sexual intercourse with that pig. I just stuck my finger up her private. That's all I did, Jeffers said, according to the police. The man also allegedly admitted he was sexually gratified by the incident, and he told police he, in quotes, did this in his early 70s. Jeffers has had a pre- <clears throat> excuse me. Jeffers has had a previous criminal record and has served prison time in 2008 for cattle theft. And he was arrested in 2011 for allegedly stealing a horse. Hmm. According to the Kansas City Fox News Channel 4, Jeffers has been charged with the undesirable and abomination crime against nature. For the latest incident, and was booked into the Murray County Jail. Let's see. All I did was finger the pig. And that's okay. That's supposed to be okay. Uh, he, was, he was probably thinking that reminded him of his fifth wife. Oh, Margaret. Where have you been all these years? Apparently he has a thing for livestock. Stealing horses and cows and molesting pigs out of school. What was he even doing? How did he get into school? Was he a school worker? Was he a janitor? <clears throat> he was probably a janitor. Probably. Oh my god. You know Well, I I I just I can only see you know he was caught by a, a kid yeah you know yeah. he was caught by a kid kid walked in there real fast what are you doing oh I'm not doing nothing sweet sweet <laughs> bacon the kid goes home mommy why was Mister so and so doing the pig why was he humping that pig yep next day you know they show up he gets called in the office Jeffers have a seat son. Son, this man's 77 years old. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mr. Jeffers have a seat there, right there in front of the desk right there. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, young Jimmy there, he, uh, he, his mom and Paul called me last night. I, I was right in the middle of supper, and he called me. He, he said that young Jimmy seen you diddling a, a, a pig. And I said, Mr. Jeffers... He's a stained part of this academic curriculum in this school. <laughs> the words are too big for you. I can't. A curriculum lives in them. A curriculum. That's probably the way they say it too. The Rob back curriculum. Okay, let me. <clears throat> Don't know. It's on a roll too. <laughs> I was trying to hold back the laughing. <clears throat> Is this true? Did you did you diddle a pig? Well, no, sir. I, I didn't. I, I just, you know, she looked a little dirty down there, so I just kind of wiped her clean. That's all I did. Is it 
is it weird that I picture like Bill Cosby popping in? And be like I, I just did live the big dude. <laughs> <clears throat> no, because if Bill Cosby was involved, a roofie would be involved. <clears throat> right. Yeah, and the roofie was. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so you you're saying that you did not have sexual relationship with that pig. Well, no, sir, no, sir, not at all, no, no, you know, you, you just sometimes, sir, you just, you, you, you gotta have that bacon, sir. Like, <laughs> oh it was just fingering his bacon. <laughs> That's all there was to it. It's like testing the waters, man. He's like, I gotta make sure it's okay to cut up before I eat it out. <clears throat> and you see, sir. He he wasn't or she wasn't that plump, so I gotta have to kind of fill up and make her a little bit more plump. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. How the fuck did your voice, your accent go from like Texan? No, first I was like Oklahoman, then a Texan. Now it's Louisiana. We're all the way at Louisiana right now. He's Cajun. Did you hear him? Mm-hmm. He's turning into Gambit. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, baby, right now. I love his accents because they always go like they they never stay the same. They like escalate. It's like Mexican Canadian all over again. Oh, you're good at Taco Belly. Taco Belly. Taco Belly. <laughs> oh, okay, kids. I, I think I'm a, I'm a little too out of it. Oh, yeah, I gotta finish my story. Never mind. Um, so <laughs> here we go again. No, that's that's enough for this week, kids. <clears throat> uh, I hope you enjoyed our our Even little busting out or busting nuts. We don't know which one at this point. <laughs> oh, my ribs are hurting. Busting this... bacon. <laughs> Or curing the bacon. <laughs> like I said, he's testing the waters. Yeah, you see, sir, you go and you, you, you go and you put a little salt on the back end and you plump it up and you Are get we in it. France now? What the fuck? <laughs> we straight jumped over the, to another continent. It wasn't even like a state jump. It was a continent jump. Now see, you must blow up the pig, and you put up the jackhammer. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, come back next week, kids, and we're going to have some more fun. For this week, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lochran. And I'm Aaron Illich. Squeal, pig! Squeal! <laughs> or you might be singing red. Good night. I'm not even sure what to say about this listening to that episode. My siblings used to, used to do what they do about some odd stuff. Speaking of siblings, our next show this week is Shooting Straight 16 Sweet Dreams Are Made of This. December 5th, 2018. One day, 72 of sobriety, Randy talks about life and how lonely he has been as he struggles through the pain to be a better person. Then the brother talked about dreams and how Randy interprets them and reflects on an action-filled adventure of Ninja Warrior. 
This episode is filled with to brim and great topics and never-ending feeling. Welcome to the Shooting Straight. This is David K. Montoya. And I'm Randolph Lofgren. All right, kids. We are back for another week of fun-filled sobriety. See how I spun that? Yeah. That was good, huh? Yeah. We are episode 16. We have been doing this for four months. Four months. Yes. I'm adjusting my mic, my my pop filter, because I'm popping. <clears throat> Might have to give myself a little more volume. We'll see. So, how you doing? I'm all right. You all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you running out of things to say at the four month mark? No, I just I have I forget to think about it. Because I'm so dumbfounded by everything that's in my head right now. It's overwhelming me. I dream all night long, and then I wake up and think about the first thing that just irritates me. You know what I mean? I don't get time to wake up. I'm just instantly, my mind's awake. So when you wake up, are you instantly grumpy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Not because I'm grumpy, because I want to be grumpy, because I start thinking about something or something that's irritating you know what i mean right and it, i i don't know why I, I think of the negative or think of the bad maybe you know what i mean and i'm trying to change it but well we have a lot of negative stuff going on i mean unfortunately that's just the way it is it, is that um you know there it's it's we're doing our best to get things situated but it it's not roses you know it's not sunshine and roses so i do understand that in fact um i'm not going to get too deep into it but i do feel like i need to get it off my chest because it's just i feel so damn bad about it and it's um you know jay my son has autism and there's things that i have to do to help him every single day and i just I, I I just hit a wall this morning. I don't know, uh, but I feel bad. I right. feel really bad because I yelled at him, and oh, and he got mouthy. You know, it wasn't like I, he just sat there and froze up. And, and no, he he has that liberty to you know run his mouth too. So it wasn't just like I he sat there and took it, but. He started crying, and the only time that I remember recently seeing, or well, yeah, seeing him cry, was uh, when Lacey died, and it, it it everything just kind of dissipated that the moment that happened, all the the anger and the hostility and 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 I'm I'm only human. You are, and he's been real angry lately and upset about a lot of things, you know what I mean? Things that as he's older, he's realizing he can't get away with no more. Yeah. And he's trying still, and he can't. So I think that upset him that, oh, I'm not getting away with this now. Right. You know what I mean? And I know you didn't mean to. It wasn't like something you intentionally wanted to do, but look at me. I, I cry when I'm mad or when I'm sad. Right. So, and I relate to Jaden a lot, you know? And so... Maybe that was his way of getting that out. He hugged me. Yeah. I mean, like, legitimately 
hugged me. It was getting it out then. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, it was getting it out. That was a way of relieving it. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, remember when I'd get mad or whatever? Yeah. Then you'd say something and then I'd start crying. You know what I mean? Right. I'd feel better because it was like, you checked me. You know what I mean? Right. And so I think that's what it was, you know. Watch, you'll see when he gets home. I think he'll have a little bit of a, a different attitude. That's what I believe. Because when I woke up this morning, I was in a good mood. Right. You know, I was like, and in fact, I woke up before the alarm clock, which was always nice, you know. Right. I woke up, I felt refreshed, you know, I had a good sleep. And, uh, you know, and that happened. And, and in fact, he continued to talk to me because I knew he wasn't mad. Because when he's mad, he won't talk to me. But he continued to talk to me about that. You know, he was he was just, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if he was trying to come to grips with it too. But um, yeah, it was it was just yeah. I, I hope he's in it because I feel bad. I legitimately not that I yelled at him. Okay, I I do not feel bad that I yelled at him because regardless if he's 17 years old or not. I'm his parent. He needed to be disciplined. Right. So I scolded him. <sighs> to, I I feel bad that it was to the point of tears. Well, I, I think there's different tears, though. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I don't think that they were bad tears. You just, you're not seeing that. And it was like, you know. Right. So... So I had to get that off my chest. I, I believe it or not, it, it makes me feel better. It, it oh, does. I know, I know it does. This uh, magic radio waves. Because I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, there's other things going on in my head. You know, there's that. That. That little, voice that pops in once in a while. You want to shoot it. it. Yes. And it pisses me off because they're like, you know, you're almost 42 and you're nowhere where you want to be. Right. Right. You've lost everything. Why do you even bother? Why do you bother? Yeah. I just got to keep going. I, I know how you feel. I was feeling it last night. I was watching Hallmark and watching them lovey dovey movies and stuff like that. Nobody saw me, but I, I got, I got frustrated, pissed off tears, dude, because why can't I have a life like that? You know what I mean? I just want a nice woman that respects me for whom I am and, and accepts me for what I am. And and from there, everything else I think will come with it. But I don't know if that's the right way. You know? Right. But uh, look, here I go. You got the ball. Run with it, sir. I'm just tired of being alone. It's, uh, I've had so many good women in my life and I never treated them right. So I really don't deserve it, but I want it and I'm doing my best to be the best person that I can be. I've given up so much and changed so much in the last year and a half. It's to better yourself. I mean, that's... I know, but I want a beer. I'm not going to. Right. I I went this far already, you know, and I I beat my record, and I'm not going to. I want to make the hundred days. Speaking of days, uh, I'll give you a chance to regather yourself. 
each and every week we get together and we find out where Randy is in his sobriety. We started, uh, the last day he had a drink was September 24, 2018. And as of today, how many days are you sober, sir? 65. There you go. And that is a record for you. Yep. In 25 years, you said? Yep. You got to smile about that. I know it hurts. I know. Oh, God. I do. Trust me. I, I know the loneliness hurts. And I don't have no medicine right now. You know. I don't want to just numb my life, but my life is hard. I mean, I'm sure people have life harder. But why does mine have to be like this? I'm ready for the good stuff. I always believed, and it was a like a proverb, not not so much a Christian proverb, but it is a proverb that um, you are given trials and tribulations as a, a, a way of learning, and then once you learn, then you move on. Yeah. So, and that, and I, I do that sometimes. I, I sit and wonder, you know, what am I trying to learn here? What am I su- supposed to learn? Yeah. So what do you think you're supposed to learn? What is it? Forgiveness for myself. I need to learn how to forgive myself. I've just done so much stuff. I was thinking yesterday about my mom and my stepdad, how bad I, I was to them and how much shit I give them and how much I put them through stuff, you know, in the last years, 25 years, you know what I mean? Right. It got to the point to where they were tired of it. And not tired of me, but just tired of dealing with it. You know, they didn't want nothing to do with it. I want to say nothing to do with me no more, but I don't mean it that way. I right. Just, they were tired of all the bullshit. You know? You want to throw out an example? Something something minor, not heavy, but just something minor. Oh, uh, I used to drink and then go, you've seen me do it here, run into stuff when I was drunk and break stuff. I mean, you, you, I don't even remember it. You got to see me take off the door, the front door. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had to fix well, the front door. I broke all kinds of stuff of theirs, you know, I've stolen from them and, and not like, like some people still, you know what I mean? Right. I would take their recyclables or something and just, I know they want better for me. And my stepdad, I, I always just resented because I thought he was being an asshole prick, but it wasn't. He knew that I had potential and that I was just wasting it. Right. And it upset him. So what do you feel now? I feel now that, that there's time gone past and my mom misses me, but she she don't want to interrupt what's going on right now because she knows that good is happening, you know? Right. And, it, and I miss her too, you know? I was about to say, what what does she say about your transformation? Because it's... it's... Oh, she's happy. She listens to a little bit of it. She can't listen to all of it, you know, because she didn't know all this stuff. Right. I mean, she knew some of it, but when I would tell her, I would beat around the bush about it. Right. And never really tell the real facts like I do now, shoot straight. Right. And so, 
And then there's my cousin. A lot of people didn't know that this stuff has gone on. I hid it pretty well for 25 years till I, till I was just like, oh, I don't care no more. I'm just going to let them know and it doesn't matter anymore. You know? It's, it's part of cleansing the soul. Yeah, you, it's funny you say that because it, the soul, the subconscious, you know, it's all reflecting in my dreams. Uh, the other day I had a bad dream about the last seven years of my life. It played all night long. I, I would wake up, get calmed down and, and rest myself, you know, go go have a cigar. And, and then I'd go back and it started again. And then I would get up again about 16 times. I've never started a dream that many times and it go through. I probably wasn't asleep more than likely, you know. I was just probably in a, a zone and just still thinking about it. Right. Because I'm thinking a dream cannot go that many times, continue that many times. That's a, a lot of times to keep over and over. It it went from the time I fell asleep to the time I woke up. And then I, until I, I got a little bit of medicine, I uh, went back to sleep. And then when I woke up, I was okay. It, it was gone. Right. It, it left. I didn't dream about nothing. It just was gone. And, that, and that's what I needed was to just restart, you know. Now, was it just, was it more of a relive or was it a it rehash? Was, it, it was, I wouldn't even say a dream or a nightmare because it's all stuff that's happened. So that's why I'm saying it's really weird. So it was more of a memory than a dream. Yeah, a reoccurrence of, of, of the facts and the things and what happened. And I had realized that I'm very fortunate. And I'm very thankful to be alive. Well, uh, continue. I, I may not like everything in my life, but I like my life. And like, uh, remember we went somewhere the other day and, and we were talking and uh, uh, I said something. I love myself. And I haven't ever said that. Right. I was always hard on myself. And you were like, oh, you got to stop being so hard on yourself. But that was the first time and that made me happy that, you know. I love myself now, you know. You love what you're becoming. Yes, that, that that's the best way to put it. Love what I'm becoming. Because I can never go back to that life again. I can't because I won't make it this time. And I know that this is my last chance to make the best out of my life that I can. Well, you know, you, you don't want to be a 60-year-old drunk out bumming around cigarettes, you know? It just doesn't... You don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, that's no way to, to... to You know what I'm trying to say? Yes, I do. I, I reflect on that a lot, you know? It's... it's I don't know. I I, I respect you for, for your battle, for your willpower. A lot of people do, and, and I appreciate everybody for listening and and uh, being part of this with me. Well, and I don't know if I've actually ever said this, but thank you for joining me in this podcast. Yeah, thank you for uh, asking me, because I didn't really want to do it at first until I heard my voice, and, and I've noticed the change for the last four months from when I first started, and I've also noticed from the point I got sober to now, how I'm talking, I can understand myself now. Cause I got to the point where my mom had to talk for me, talk to, I remember you saying that, talk yeah. to social security, talk to people on the phone because they couldn't understand me no more. 
and I, I felt like it was coming out right and it would upset me. And I never knew that I was messing up my brain, you know, and, and it's like one atom, once it gets moving, it bounces to another atom and it gets it started. And it's like my body is restarting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I saw that in a movie. <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, Hey, art, what is it? Uh, art imitates life. Yeah. There you go. Right. So do you want to talk about this dream particularly? I don't really, cause I don't want to go over it. You know what I mean? It was just about things that wrong decisions that I made. Um, the decisions that I made, the consequences that came from those decisions and where I am now. So basically about that. I will talk about last night's dream, though. I was leading into that. Go ahead. Yes. All right. I was an assassin ninja. I'm already in. Interesting. Go ahead. And I know there's already a name for it, so I don't want to say it and steal the name, but it, it, I was a a ninja. Just say it. Ninjagato. You know, like those Legos. <laughs> okay. I don't, And I've never seen those movies ever. And I, I had special swords and I fall off cliffs and, and then I'd float back up, you know what I mean? So I had superpowers. I wasn't just like a regular ninja. I, I was a superpowered ninja. And I and I had cat skills, you know. What were you doing? What was your objective? I don't know, staying alive. Most of them are staying alive. Most of the dreams are staying alive. Interesting. Just keep going. And my friend says your subconscious is just trying to deal with what it is that you are coming to copes with. That very, yeah, absolutely. But I was going to go a little bit further than that and say that it's interesting because now you see yourself as a warrior fighting to survive, fighting to get rid of those demons. But now instead of protecting Ducky Woo Woo, which will always be a thing. Now you're a ninja assassin. You're skilled at what you do now. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. That's 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 my interpretation of it. That's why I liked it too last night. I woke up laughing and I was like, whoa, that was crazy. You know what I mean? Yes. I even had like powers like a, a, a chameleon. Look, I could camouflage myself, you know? That's and hide from them, you know? That's cool. Yeah, it was bad. And, and and that's all I remember. Just just kept trying to survive, you know. Something just popped into my head. Is is it? How do I say this? Is it the alcohol that you crave, or is it the numbness that the you numbness? Crave? The numbness. Yeah, I don't crave the alcohol no more. I crave the numbness. You just want to be numb. Yep. I can understand that. And that's why I got a happy medium that I do. and I, You know what I mean? We live in California. You can say you smoke weed. I smoke weed, all right. <laughs> it's totally legal. Yeah, yeah. In fact, when it comes out, I've already said, you know, there's a particular blunt that's being manufactured. And, uh, yeah, sure, why not? I mean... If there's anybody in this world that feel I feel that needs an escape, 
deserves an escape for at least you know a few hours. That's me. I would agree with that. So it yeah. made you make me laugh. It's funny. Why? I don't know. I can't remember you, Stone. No. No. I'm a happy stoned. Yeah. So am I. I'm a happy drunk too. Are you? What was it? There was something going on. And I, I, I was going to bring this up because it was within the last week. Something was going on. And I don't know if it was... Because we also found out within the last week that uh, the... Uh, what are they? They're they're uh, like examiners at school. I can't think of what they're called. Um, proctors or something? No, proctors are for playground. Um. Anyway, they are fairly certain that Zoe is oh, yeah. dyslexic, and which is no big deal because Lacey was dyslex- dyslexic, and I helped her. You know, I helped her not only in her reading, because she, when I first met her, she barely read, you know, but I, I brought her into the whole world of nerd. So, yeah, you know, she, she read uh, all the volumes of uh, the, what's the glittery vampire? Oh, uh, Twilight. Twilight. She read all of the, the Twilight books, plus the little mini novels. So, yeah, she became a reader in the end. But I, I helped her with that and her math and stuff. And so I'm confident that I could help Zoe. But the point is that I was getting to, and I digress, is that I was at the store around there. And I, I don't know if that was it, but I was looking at it and I was like, and, and I don't know why I was even over there. Because I never go over to the alcohol section. It's just, I don't you go You just there. ended up there? I just end up there. And. I looked up and there was a case of the Corona extras, and at the time I had the money. And it was it was the same day that Jay and I went and saw um, uh, Rec, uh, Ralph Rex the Internet. Uh-huh. So it was around that. It was that day because I had money. So maybe day before, day after, somewhere in there. And. I was like, I literally, I was like, oh, I can go get some lemons because, you know, I like Coronas and lemons. And I was like, no. Why didn't you? Because of you. I know. And I appreciate that a lot. And that's why I stay strong. It's because someone like you appreciates what I'm doing and knows that I'm going to be something and knows that I always was. I just give up on myself. and I don't, I'm not giving up no more, you know what I mean? And this, what I'm about to say was said in private, a private conversation a long time ago. So it's between you and me. So the listener may not understand what I'm about to say, but you'll get what I'm going to say. I, regardless if what it is, I am not a hypocrite. I practice 100% what I preach. Right. So I can't sit here... And be on your ass about being sober. Even if intermittently I go and get drunk. That would make me a hypocrite. Right. 
and I am not a hypocrite. Right. So it was it would be wrong on so many levels. Plus it would be disrespectful. You get it, huh? I do get it. Do you get why I'm upset then? Yeah, of course. All right. It would be disrespectful to do that, especially in front of you. And I respect you, not only because you're my brother, because you're a strong-willed man. Yeah. And respect is a big game in my world. Right. If I disrespect you, it would be on purpose. And two, I really don't like you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just seriously. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wasn't laughing as as it was a joke. I was laughing like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I bring that up because my strength, I pulled strength from you on top of the things that we just talked about, you know, the the admiration, the respect. You know, and and that comes from you. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate it. I I, I couldn't have done it without you. Uh, I think you could. You just had to find the right person. You know what I mean? Well, it was the right time, you know? It was. It was. And that's that's part of everything. It has to be the right time. Yeah, and, and my cousin Richard explain that to me too he says i'm not downing you for wanting to drink although i didn't drink at his house at all i respected him right for the two weeks that i was there i wanted to you know and he he was like well get you one i'm like because i talked to him about it right but i was like no i can't disrespect you like that you yes. have a certain way that you think and a certain way you live and the way you have your house and i'm not going to do that just because it's me right well that he's a recovered alcoholic i know so yeah that that in turn Turn the tables, same respect given to him right. that I gave to you for the exact same reasons. Right. So. All right. Uh, let's talk about some happy stuff. What, 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 uh, anything good? Uh. <laughs> you you perked up, so something good happened. Go ahead. My brother keeps on trying to get me set up with a woman, dude. <laughs> he thinks I like her or she likes me, but... I, they both like each other. It's very... It's very... Yeah, yeah. I don't see it. I'm thinking about it now, though. Now I'm trying to go back and think, you know, but I don't know. You go from, hi, how you doing? Then he walks up and she's like, hi, how are you? Big smile. How's your day? I'm like, uh, okay. And he's like, hi, how you doing? Big smile back. And like awkward smiles at each other, but no one says a damn thing. I'm like, just, just do it. Like you say, every podcast, just do it. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not living this right now. <laughs> uh Sorry if that got loud. I, I just looked up and I was in the red. 
Oh no! You want to blow no my uh, diaphragms out? Yeah, really. But yeah, he. Th- there's actually a couple of women that I've noticed like him that gives the signals. He's just like, okay, like doctor her. And she she tells me something. I I already. I already thought about it before, right? Uh-huh. She likes. I already know a lot about her without even really having a chance to really talk to her, talk to her. Right. But she likes shrimp tacos, and you know the place that's on a uh, under the freeway in Hesperia, uh-huh. right there where the trains go underneath, yes. and that little Mexican place. Yes, we've been going there for years. Yeah. Though. Well, she goes there too. Oh, really? And we started a conversation about that. She says, "Well, they make the best shrimp tacos." I want to get her some shrimp tacos one day. No. What you do is you go in there. Ask her to go to the shrimp tacos? Say, when is lunch? When is you, When do you take lunch? And she'll answer and say, hey, I'm going to go get some shrimp tacos. You want to go with me? Boom. See, I forget how to do this. I've been so numb for so long that it also numbed that about me. You know what I mean? Right. Basically, if, if I got a woman in the last seven years... She basically threw herself at me. You know what I mean? I never had a woman that that I knew but didn't know, you know what I mean? But wanted to know, you know? I understand. It's weird. It's quite amusing, actually. On my end, it's quite amusing. Yeah, he tries to get me to do things. I'm just like, no, there. <laughs> and, you know, I just... I'm just trying to help out a brother, I literally. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to ask her out? Yeah. When I go and uh, get a haircut and get my beard trimmed, because I'm going to I'm gonna get it styled. I'm going to still keep it long, but it'll be like, like tapered down to a point, you know. I'm doing, I need to do something. With yours? I look like a fucking bum. Well, you look like a profile or something when you go into the school. Remember the last time? Yeah. So it's getting there. I was thinking this morning, actually, I was like, I almost go shave it all off. But I don't like to shave. I would just rather have some scissors and be like, and trim it all the time. And let it get longer and longer. And plus somebody uh, the other day, I was joking with them. They, they They did something. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you want to see something funny? Look at this grizzly bear. And they were like, oh, I like beards. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know? That's, yeah. Well, how do I say this? Uh, And I'm pretty sure I probably already said this. I take GAT, which is a hormone booster. It's it's actually a pre-workout, but it it works for me. You can tell your beards come back full forward. eh? It's kind of a curse and not. Yeah, it is. And, um, so when I'm on it, I, I get a fuller beard. My hair kind of starts growing back. Uh, not as much as I've noticed that like when I'm working out, but I think that might be the level of stress I'm under too. Right. Right. So, um, one thing I, I'm going to mention, I, I think is, is interesting, um, because there's no other platform to, to mention this, and I think that you might be interested too. 
is that one of Jaden's friends he found out was transgender, and that really freaked him out. Wow, is that what the freak out is? I think so. And oh, from last night, you mean? No, no. I've been hearing the conversation about what he's upset about and stuff like that lately, but uh-huh. I haven't heard exactly what it was, and I didn't want to bother, you know what I mean? Right. And not ask him unless he brought it up. Right. But he knows what transgender is, right? Oh, he knows exactly what transgender is, yeah. And is it a girl transgender or boy transgender? It's a girl to a boy transgender. And that freaked him out because he probably liked her, huh? No, it was – she was born a girl but a boy. So it was like one of his buddies. Oh, and they told him? He told him or what? Yeah, you know, had said something about and, – and that kind of like – First time he went through that, huh? Yeah, and I was telling him, I was like, that doesn't change who that person is. That person is your friend regardless of what's between their legs. And – you know, if it's artificial or, or still natural down there, it doesn't matter. That person is the person that you you befriended. Right. You know, so regardless. So it was it was a new incident that both of us had to kind of come to terms with, which is interesting because, you know, that sort of thing was not ever an issue when we were his age. We did people hit it. Yeah. It wasn't like out in the open. You didn't just tell somebody about that, you know? If you were a girl and you had a, a dingling, you didn't go tell a boy that you did, you know? Right. But it was you were scared to make a friendship with them, you know what I mean? I, I've gone through it, and actually. I, and I told them, I said that, I said, that is a sincere friend because they made themselves vulnerable to you. Right, you shouldn't be upset with that. Yeah, no, he wasn't upset. He was oh. just tripped out. Oh, right. Yeah, and um, I said, you know, in fact, one of the 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 places that we go, you and I go to get our hair cut, there's a transgender. Yeah. And I found out. I mean, obviously, you can look at the 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 person and tell that she was a dude at one time. We both knew this. Yeah. But she was telling me about this, you know, about the process and and just being open about it. And I wasn't freaked out about it because, number one, I already figured it out. But number two, I was flattered that I was one of her closest customers to open up like that. Yeah. And I I brought that back to Jade and I was like, you know, so just – that was something to be flattered about, not to be, you know, f- freaked out. I said it's still the same person, it's still the f- same friend. It's just you know something about him that other people don't know, but it's the same exact person. Right. So, and it was like I said, it's just a new experience in, in this time that we live in. That it's it's just part of life now that these kids have to uh, make adjustments and, and live with. Right. So I thought you'd be interested. In I that. was. I am very an understanding now. I can. When uh, we we're coming out with a a world of myth anthology, we we run a, a magazine called theworldofmyth.com, and we're coming out with a third anthology. And in the anthology, I talk about family. 
And in the introduction, I talk about family. And family doesn't need to be blood, you know. And family is beyond race, gender, sexual preference. You know, it's beyond all that. And it's, it's so... I'm trying to think of the word to use. It, it's so... Everybody... Has their hang-up? Yeah. Thank you. I just I couldn't think of a, yeah. a good... Yeah. Something that makes them genuine. Yeah. And that's what I was talking to you the other day about genuine people, and there's not too many of them in the world anymore that are that way. No matter race, creed... What they are, politics, politics, That's a religion. Big one right now. It it don't matter, you know. You're a person. You should be respected as a person. You know what I mean. As long as you're respecting me, I should respect you. You know. Absolutely. And you know, it's. I'm not going to go into a political spill because again, I feel like I'm still in the show. I've been yapping my mouth. Oh no, you need it. It's good. Is um. There is a reason about what we hear in the news and what we are told online and what we're told in the newspapers, there's a reason. And it is the, how do I say this? I believe it was Abraham Lincoln that said the only way that the United States will fall is if it fall if it clops closes in on itself. And everything that's put out right now is to 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 breed hate, to divide, to make sides. And you need to use your brain. It doesn't matter where you at in the world. Use your brain. Use your heart. There's enough hate in the world. Just put some good out there. Well, it's funny you say that. My uh, my aunt Joy uh, used to always tell me, you know, people in this world aren't all happy and go lucky and, and roses and sunshine and. Uh, just I smile at anybody and say hi to anybody that I can or wave to anybody because you don't know how maybe you save their life, change their day, or just perk them up, you know what I mean? Right. And by giving a smile, it, it it's a lot more than anything. I mean, or even a, a wave, you know? You know, and I, I understand, especially like I do it a lot. You know, I just a smile, kind of a grin, you know? Just my my friendly self, and they just look at me with cold eyes. Now, inward, I want to just punch them right in the fucking nose, but instead, my smile gets bigger. You know, and they're like, you know, what's wrong with this dude? Don't you see I'm unhappy with the world? I want I'm just just you know, just that little bit of sunshine. It it pushes back the darkness just a little bit. Right. So. And also, you kill them with kindness. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then there's a... Oh, I just had it. I lost it. 
Uh, I forgot. Dang. It's all good. So remember all this in the next, I don't know, how many years? How many years is uh, 2044? That's I, that's when I'm running for president, is in 2044. All right. I think I'll be like 65. I think I'll be old enough. Wise enough. Hopefully stable enough. <laughs> <laughs> I had this one friend. He he's constantly bashing the president, and I uh, I messaged him, you know, on on Facebook, just playing. I was like, I hope you don't bash me that bad when I become president. <laughs> uh, I'd be like, come to the dark side. That that'll be my uh, campaign slogan. Come to the dark side, but you'd win just from that. I know, really, huh? Go out dressed as Emperor Palpatine? Oh, yeah, I'd win by a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> no one's still that gimmick. That's my idea. <laughs> so, um, let's see. This has been a really good episode. Yeah. We've, we've just... I've... I... How do I say this? I feel comfortable enough to open up to you because trying to help you and, and you, you kind of made a, a comment about this. I don't know if you made it on, on the podcast or in person, uh, you know, just comment, but you, you had made the comment of, of, Oh, I always thought you were Superman and it's because I'm trying to help you through something. So I hide all, all my flaws and stress, you know, but they're actually, they help me. You don't understand how they help me, you know what I mean? It makes me think, oh, okay, well, then I'm not the only one in this world because, I mean, I share with everybody out there so they know me, you know what I mean? But right. before this, you were very, very fortunate if you found out anything about me. There's very little pictures. There's a whole bunch of pictures of me now. There's very little pictures of me from the last seven years and before that. Well, yeah, you're rebranded. Yeah, I'm rebranded. That's right. <laughs> uh, speaking of sharing, where can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Randolph Lofgren, Twitter at Lofgren Randolph, and Instagram at Randolph Lofgren. And then my email is randyman2388 at gmail.com. And where can they else they find us? They can go to jayzomon, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N.com slash jayzomodcast. I apologize. My phone is going nuts. It's been going nuts all through the whole thing. Um, let me give that to him one more time because I got sidetracked. jayzomon.com, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N.com slash jayzomodcast, J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-D-C-A-S-T. Or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, at Jazel Modcast, or you can email the show at shootingstraight at jazelmon dot com. Uh, I uh, uh, as I'm talking, I don't know if the, you noticed that something popped into my head at the same time. Uh, we're talking about you know where we can be reached and whatnot, and I'm like, one of these days I'm going to add the Google Groups. But I'm like, no, nah, there's catfish. That's where they like all hang out. Is it, on Google is Groups. On Google, yeah, Google Groups. 
and that made me think. And it literally all this occurred as I'm telling the email addresses and stuff. Have you had any catfish issues lately? No. No? Nothing. Interesting. I have had a lot of people uh, add me on uh, Twitter, mostly females, but I, I'm not responding to nobody on no more. Not unless they, they, they respond to me first. Right. And I, and I fish them out. You right. Because I'm going to catch that catfish one of these days. Makes me think of that one uh, episode of uh, The World of Myth Bits where uh, Stephanie Barty ended up. Oh, talking about her trolling and catfishing the catfish. Yeah. 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 She literally, by the end of the conversation, she had literally flipped it and was asking him for money. As when he first came in, he was asking her for money. But she, that's awesome. But she literally flipped it. She's like, well, I, I'm a poor woman. You know, give me money. I like that was classic. Cat, yeah. Catfishing the catfish. Um, let's see. So interesting. I, I do find that interesting that they've they stopped because for a while there, it seemed like it was almost nonstop continuous. Like you were just getting bombarded, bombarded, bombarded. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was someone listening to the show or what, but, you know, I'm good at telling them now and picking them out. If they were just like joined a week ago and they didn't add a lot of stuff and information and stuff like that, uh-huh. oh, they're gone. Yeah. You know yeah. Or, you know, a good, good topic, uh, you know, starter. I loved you on your podcast. Okay, you're verified right there. You're good to go. Yeah. It's kind of like with that one girl with the video when she wanted to video chat me. She thought I was someone messing with her, you know what I mean? Right. And I thought she was a catfish at first, but when I actually did some video with her and you told me things to go through, and when she wanted to do a video, I was like, whoa. She didn't even ask me. She just videoed me, and I'm like, from Facebook, you know, a messenger? And I was like, what do I do? I didn't answer the first time. You know, it's like, oh, she's videoing you, dude, answers so you can see if she's real or not. You know? I was like, okay. We do a, a lot of video chat now. It just, it's, especially when you're driving, it's easier. You just hold it, push the button, you know, say what you need to say and send. You're yeah. good to go. Makes life easier. Yeah. And more authentic. Yeah. So. For sure. So as we come around the corner to wrap up this great, mighty episode, hit them with some wisdom. All right. Remember, anything that you want to do, accomplish. I know I need to listen to myself, but you just need to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. And I'm going to, by the next time you hear this, I'm going to at least put it out there, put my fillers and see what happens. Yeah. If not, then, oh, well, maybe I can make a good friend. Um, also, go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast. Let me look at this just to verify something here before I put it out there. I'm pretty sure I am correct. So today is Wednesday. So next. Okay. So it will be December 5th when this comes out. So Wednesday, December 5th. Uh, go to jazelmon.com slash jazelmodcast, and on the front page, you're going to find the Ducky Woo Woo logo. Click on that bad boy and order yourself a Ducky Woo Woo, Church of Ducky Woo Woo shirt for 30 bucks because Ducky Woo Woo 
for life. <laughs> See how I set that up? Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming in and listening to us uh, ramble for a good 45 minutes. Uh, we are, like I said, episode 16, so we've been doing this for four months. And it's been fun. You know, it, it's therapeutic. And I know Randy said it's been therapeutic for him, but it's also therapeutic for me. Because sometimes I just get in those ruts. Like today, I was just like, what's the point? Why do I even bother? Why do I do what I do? Because I do put out a lot of content, but I don't reciprocate. I don't get a lot of, uh, you know, and very little reciprocation do I get. Uh, but when you sit down and you start rambling, you're like, yeah, this is why I do it. Yeah. This is why I do it. So thank you. Thank, thank you. you. And for this week, for a shooting podcast, shooting podcast, Jesus H. Christ in a handbasket with a hard shell. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> for the Shooting Straight podcast, I am David K. Montoya. I'm Randolph Lofgren. See you next time. Bye. You know, this is still crazy. I still think about these dreams to this day. I don't know what to think. I've been having lots of them, but they are what they are. And the show next for you, what we think, 12 Bieber probation. August 19, 2013. This week, as Dave is put on Bieber probation, him and Sadie trek forward into the email brown bag special. They really say long goodbye to the multiple great people. And then and then Sadie and Dave give a shout out this week, helping hand. And finally, Sadie takes control of the headline news segment. Does Dave contain himself from bashing Bieber? You'll have to listen to find out. It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. You know, well, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sitting here trying to get comfortable. I was going to say, <laughs> doing that little ass wiggle thing there. Um, I didn't mean that the way that sounded. <laughs> I, I assume they understand. Yeah. Or well, if not, whatever. Oh, well, get your thrill. Now, get your thrill. I don't care. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm trying to get trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the weather. I know, it's fucking hot today. Yes. What is that? I mean, it was so nice last week. 85, 89, almost 90, and I was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. And then it backed down. It was really nice. I didn't have to turn on the air conditioner once all last week. I probably saved 50 bucks. And while this I was at week, work this, so much. this weekend, you yeah. know, when I worked at the hospital, I went out. It was probably about maybe two in the morning yeah and it was only 61 it felt oh. so oh, I nice know. It's so nice that's that's what i like about summers here i mean desert summers are so nice just because you get that terrific cool evening but not cold evening right now actually we're far enough away from you and not so much in distance, but in altitude. What's your altitude here? Do you know? I don't know. I'll have to bring my Garmin over sometime because Garmin tells you what the altitude is. Mm-hmm. But I think we're about uh, 500, maybe 1,000 feet higher because it's totally noticeably cooler at my place than it is in like Victorville or here even in Apple Valley. Downtown, beautiful downtown Apple Valley. Um, 
<clears throat> we keep it up, we're going to start requesting advertising funds. For I know, I think Valley. the Chamber of Commerce should pay us to save beautiful downtown Apple Valley. But actually, there really isn't a downtown Apple Valley. I mean, there's Apple Valley and right. parts of it are town-like, but there isn't a... Anyhow, <clears throat> I digress. It's noticeably cooler at any given point of the day or night in our area than it is here. So... Cooler nights mean colder nights for us. I mean, we actually get down in the 50s the last week we did, anyhow, at night. Uh, I like, personally, I prefer 60s and low 70s. Vegas is cool because you go there in the nighttime, you know, it drops all the way down to 87 at night. And I'm like, yeah, that's a little much. Yeah. Okay. But I do like those balmy, almost tropical evenings. They're really, really nice it's a little warm in the house but we just open up all the windows and doors and let all that nice cool air in and it's great i love it i don't know sorry folks actually (laughs) sort of walked away from mike there while he was talking but that's cool he didn't really say anything so it's no big deal um i don't know i i we've because you know we had a big electric bill Uh we've we've been cutting it back and cutting it back yeah we had a huge one last month over 400 bucks. Ooh. Ooh, is right. Well, but remember I told you we were out of Freon, not out, but almost out of Freon. Right. In the AC. And it's like gas in a car. It kind of needs it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it'll run, but not real good. And it worked and worked and worked and worked and worked trying to get it cooled off in the house. So that costs more money. So I'm hoping now that we got recharged, as it were, I'm hoping the bill will go down. Something just happened right now, and I just kind of want to bring it up because okay. it's, it's something that I, I haven't seen. Yeah. And let's see. So this well, is episode. <laughs> anyway, this is episode what? See, this is episode 12 that we're working on. Okay. So that means you've been coming here for 32 weeks. Getting, getting tired of me yet? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> but what I, I was saying is, is that. Jaden, think about it. Yeah. While we're podcasting, yeah. Jaden will stop in the hallway once he sees that we're podcasting and turn around and go back to his room. He yeah. just came out yeah. and walked through the living room because yeah. that's where we're at, you know, yeah. we're recording in the living room, right. and walked into the kitchen. Yeah. And that's something that he hasn't done before. He's never actually walked all the way through while we we're podcasting. Yeah. So he's getting used to me. Yes. Well, that's good. I hope so. I want him to get used to me. And, and he does speak with me when I speak to him. Now, he didn't this time because he knows we're podcasting. But when earlier, when he, when I was here and he came in, I said, hi, how you doing? And he answered me, uh, you know, which I think is cool because it's like he's comfortable. Yes. With me talking to him. Um, and, and that's, that's neat. I also, like that. and I, I'll just go ahead and tell you here on the air, um, he he started to read your story, but he said it was it was too girly for him. Too whaty? Too girly. It is a little girly, yes. Well, she's a girl lizard, and I'm a girl writer. Right. And so, yeah, it is. That's an interesting point, though. I might but, have to... But that, that was his thing, is he actually... Uh, I noticed because it went from 
this coffee table to he's got a coffee table yeah. in his room. Yeah. And I noticed it was sitting in, in his room in the, on the coffee table. Yeah. So I know he grabbed it and he was going to read it. Yeah. So and I said, did you read the story? He's like, no, it was too girly. That's so. cute. That's cute. Okay. So now the question is, do I need to buff it up or or shall I just it'll no. just be girly and he just, won't care for it? It just be girly and he won't yeah. care for it. I We're mean, talking about this short story that I am writing called Lisa the Lost Lizard. I think we mentioned it on a, another podcast, yes. too. Um, based on a true uh, event with, as yet, uh, an undetermined outcome, actually. So I'm going to have to fake that in the end. But, yeah. But uh, it's actually, like they say in the movies, based on a true story. So, okay, kind of girly. But now but he didn't have any a... trouble with the vocabulary because I was afraid the vocabulary was a bit much. No, no, no. Because I tend to write over the heads of my audience, and well, you have to. But I of... do that almost on purpose because right. I want them to be challenged with their vocabulary learning. Well, you have to think about it too. Yeah. And I just recently found out about this. Yeah. Is he's read the end? You know the story that I wrote yeah. the end. Yeah. Because he he came out one day and he was talking about my characters and I said, "Are you talking about the end?" He's like, "Yeah." Oh, I wow. said, on, "On the website, the end." He's like, "Yeah," and he was asking me questions. Wow. So, you know, and I wrote that to for for adult adult consum- consumption. Yeah. And he took it all the way. So terrific. Well, he, that's good to know. He's got a he's got a good working vocabulary. Then, that's excellent. That's yes. excellent, and it proves my point, which is that. When I was a kid, I was read stories that I didn't understand all the words. Right. Uh, you know, in church, my goodness, we went to, to Bible school and we were we sang songs about Jesus and some of the words I knew and some of them I didn't. Kids these days say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag and you've heard how the little ones can screw that <laughs> yeah. up, you know, with their limited vocabulary. But it, it, it proves a point that even even though... Uh, their vocabulary, their vocabularies are limited. It's okay to write above that limit because right. it gives them something to learn. Right, to go as, up yeah. as they're going along instead of because otherwise I'd be writing the baby squat, the you know whatever, right. and it'd be sucky. So yeah, okay, so that's cool. I'm glad to know that. And and as far as that goes, I also experienced something that I never experienced before too. Oh, and that was to have. My child tell me he likes my writing. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That I'm getting these folks thinking about. I know it. that that was just that's pretty cool. And it was well, I know how you feel because Bob told me the other day that he really liked that one podcast mm-hmm. that he had listened to. He said he thought it was, and that I, I know what that feels like. That it's like you 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 think, wow, okay, my kid thinks I'm good. You <laughs> yeah. know, I and I don't know why we think that matters except for the fact that we know that at some point or other our kids think that we're just idiots and full of shit and well that and i think kids regardless of the age the kids will be extremely honest yeah regardless of even if it stings a little bit yeah they're just that's for sure they're gonna be honest they're gonna give you the truth and the whole truth Well, you hope you hope they will yeah at some point they do stop uh, for whatever reason, sometimes out of a misguided sense of politeness or, or whatever, or they're, you know, maybe they have said something that stung and they know that it stung, 
because they could tell by your reaction that it stung and they don't want to hurt you. And so they go, ooh, I better not go there again. Right. You know, it, so they develop a sensitivity to, you know, someone's like feelings. That. Yeah, yeah, Bob and I just, just had a conversation yesterday that got a little dicey at, at times. And, and, and he made some valid points, you know, and it kind of brought me to tears. And he goes, I know you're getting all like, you get, you know, and everything. And I said, no, that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's all right. Um, so he's, he's sensitive to that. But at the same time, uh, he was within his rights to say what he said. And, right. you know, whether I agree with him or not isn't important. Whether he's, whether he's not correct even isn't always important. It's like I have to keep remembering what that friend of mine said one time. You don't always have to be right. Yes. And I have to remember that because especially when you're talking with your own children, you know, sometimes as parents, we forget we don't always have to be right. And sometimes it's almost better to let our kids think that they're right when they're wrong. That's true. That's very true. Anyhow, that's sort of off the subject. But no, I, it's okay. I, we Actually, we haven't officially even started this No, we this really show. haven't. We sort of got, how did we get on already? We, uh... Uh, we started matter. with weather, and we just kind of went oh, from yeah, there. Oh, yeah, we and sort of went. We so, do that. We yes. wander. Yeah. But it's okay. That's what yeah. our, our listeners come to expect from us. Well, they ought to by now. <laughs> yeah, really. So each and every week, we always get together, and we find out what our listeners have to say, whether it be good, bad, or indifferent. And this is our email brown bag special. What do we got this week? Sadie and David. I think Joe's email, this episode, number 10 was just a dumbass statement. I think David David should keep on going with the Justin Bieber. Uh, with Justin Bieber. He is a big heaping pile of shit and deserves being made fun of. This is from Richard D. Well, Richard, uh, let's see. I got, uh, I have copies of our emails just to refresh our listeners memories or those who may not have heard what it was that Joe said. I mean, I kind of, I have an idea. You know, I'm, you know, I'm organized to a ridiculous level. Uh, hang on because I need to remember this one here. Uh, oh, and did I tell you? Well, I'll tell you that in a minute. Stay focused. Here we go. Joe, last name withheld, location withheld. He said, Dave and Sadie, I say leave Bieber alone. Sure, his music sucks. Sure, he's a rich dick. But you got to give the kid credit for the fact when he did see the cup, and this was the Stanley Cup, Stanley cup that he touched. Yes. And That's I a guess big lightning no-no. is yeah. supposed to strike when you do that. He recognized the greatness in the history of the trophy. And treated it with respect. Well, if he did treat it with respect, why'd he touch it? But that's neither here nor there. And when you think of the lack of respect he shows everything else, proves the power of the cup. That's what Joe said. And Richard says, basically, Joe, this is from Richard now, not us. You're full of shit. (laughs) Oh, no, he said it was a dumbass statement. He didn't really say it. Well, yeah, he did say it was a big peeping pile (laughs) Oh, no, he said Bieber was a He big said Bieber was yeah, a... Yeah, big heaping pile of shit. Um, so, well, it, uh, you know, David's been sort of put on probation for <laughs> Bieber bashing, but only because Lacey, his wife, and I get tired of it because we don't really give a fuck about Bieber. But if something comes up and you think it's worth bashing a little bastard about, we'll do it. I don't care. I'm, I'm easy. Uh, you know that. I mean, even just, despite what Joe says... 
Well, we're going to go... Or anybody, for that matter. We're actually going to try maybe a few episodes of no bashing at all. Ah, no bashing Um, is good. You know, because I don't want people thinking I'm just an angry asshole, you know, jealous of... And that's not our purpose. We're not here to bash. No. So we're going to try to restrain ourselves. So... There you go. Okay, onward, upward, next next email. I'm just so tickled we've got email. <laughs> uh, he's changing the email, folks, in case you're wondering what the delay is here. Is this it? Okay. Uh, well, it was to to you, I think. You, you scrolled up a little or down. Oh, 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 okay. I'm dying to find out how did... The, how did recording your new podcast show come out? Teresa, oh boy, Amlang, I'm going to say, A-M-E-L-A-N-G in San Jose. Ah, been there, done that. Just live up there. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Well, I, actually, my brother-in-law lives up there. I used to live in uh, Sunnyvale. And, um, uh, yeah, Sunnyvale. Okay. So, anyway, um... Hi, Teresa. Let's see. You're dying to find out how did the recording of the new podcast show come out? I think they're they're talking about Don't Get Us Started. Yeah, I think so. And it's going to be out uh, and available when this... This Wednesday. This Wednesday. And we think it went pretty good. We had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, But it's going to be up to you to tell us how it came out. So I hope you'll listen um, Wednesday. Uh, You're... That's it. It's just going to say it's your local podcast station, <laughs> but you know, it. You tell me what you think. I I think it was it, it, it was fun to do. We had a lot of fun laughing. It was Lacey's first time, and she did fantastic. I think she did. And in fact, I told her afterwards because <coughs> <coughs> excuse me, I'm still still, still got, a got something that in there. bronchitis thing going. Um, but you know, other than. Being the editor of the show, I have no involvement in the no, show whatsoever. No, David doesn't get to have much input at all, actually, poor guy. In fact, you had done the, what do you call that, those thumbnail sketches yes. in the on the website, and bless his heart, I had made him change the whole thing. Because somewhere along the line, I came up with this idea, when you were talking about the music, right? and I sort of had had it in the back of my mind anyhow, so when you go to the website, you will see, uh, because he really captured the total essence of what I wanted it to look like. It, it came out just exactly what I had in my mind's eyes. So it's really cute, I think. But as an editor, you know, just listening to everything, I think I cut maybe a minute total. And that's just because if you have, you know, longer yeah. than a one second pause, you have to cut. Right. But other than that, I didn't cut any content out at all. That's cool. That's cool. And, you know. Some of it's a little raw because we, you know, we don't know exactly the um, electronic logistics of what we're doing. So there's a couple of little funny parts in there where we ask for help, but you'll hear them. And, and like I said, you tell us. Uh, did you think? The, the stuff we talked about was funny. Did you not think it was funny? you have any ideas about stuff you want us to talk about? Because we'll talk about practically anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I sort of don't like to talk about religion, and I don't care about talking about politics. politics. Um, I don't mind talking about sex to some level, some degree. Um, 
probably my degree is a little deeper than Lacey's. Lacey's a little shy. I'm not. Uh, but anyway. Give it a couple months. Yeah. Any, anything that you want us to talk about that we haven't sounded like we're going to talk about or know about to talk about, email us. You've got the email address. Oh, this would be a good time to throw it out there. Uh, well, for us, for here at What oh, We Think, yes. is what we think at jaysomon.com. That's J-A-Y-Z-O-M-O-N.com. And for your new show, you, your, uh, what uh, we, don't get us started. Don't get us started. Yes, thank you. I, I had a brain fart there. That's okay. I have and, them frequently. And if you want, they, they will do the same thing that we do here. We um, will. Do an email bag, yes. Send absolutely. them an email, and it's don't get us started at jazelmon.com. And the reason why I'm linking these two shows together is, well, simply because you're in both of them. Um, and the majority of the listeners from here, from what we think, honestly, they're not tuning in to hear me talk. You know, they're, they're wanting to listen to you. So... I think both of us. I mean, I can't just sit here and talk alone for crying out loud. But I mean, that'd be boring. To I don't know how I don't know how TV hostesses and hosts do it, uh-huh. like on JTV or QVC or HSN or any of those. I don't know how they do that and just sit there and look at that camera and, and carry talk. on conversation continual. I mean. That's, they don't stop. They, they just they on have and to on have some type of training on. for that. I, I think they're on something. No, I don't. <laughs> Not really. But I mean, it, it takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. I don't think I've got what what it takes personally. But I, you know, it might be. Oh, here's one from somebody. Said, "Thank you for reading my email on the show, and thank you for sending me." The music file. Oh, good. It's now my ringtone. Cool. This is from Michael Koch. I believe I said that right. Fort Collins, Colorado. And he had asked in a previous email if we could send him the music that starts our show or does yes. it run behind our show too? Both. I don't It starts oh. and ends. So they're, they're actually, actually listening to music and us at the same time? There's... When we talk, I put a... Um, They're going, what is she talking about? You don't know, folks, but the, I don't listen to the podcast, so I there, don't know. The music, well, w- minus us talking, uh-huh. it's just the, the melody uh-huh. of the, the intro. Uh-huh. It carries all the way through the show, but it's very, very light. In the oh, cool. Kind of like if it was on in the background or yes. in the living room. Beautiful downtown Apple Valley. Okay, so cool, <laughs> Michael. I'm really glad you got it. I think it's really cool that you have it as a ringtone. Yay. Uh, my curious part is, is is it when it rings, it's like, I don't know shit? Is that I know. What, what does he have? Does he have just the music or the I don't know shit stuff too? No, I sent him the whole file. Okay, so... So it's the whole song. Yeah. Of the the music, the melody in the back, and us, right. you know, with the splice. Singing I don't know yeah. shit. But that's kind of a long ringtone. I mean, especially like a ringtone, you know, right. you answer it after three or four beats usually. So I don't know what he's got, if it's just the music or probably it's just the music. Because yeah. he did ask about the music. He doesn't necessarily want, we don't know shit, but well, we don't. I'm glad he wrote back because uh, he didn't He didn't email me to tell me that he got the file. So Well, he did this way. Um, That's cool. Also, I just want to say thank you to everybody real fast because episode 10 is, is up right now. Mm. Um, 
and that's when we were talking about me getting in a car accident and getting mm-hmm. bronchitis. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a, a few emails, you know, specifically just saying, get better, hope oh, you get cool. better. You know, very cool. I'm glad you're okay with the car accident. Oh, so I just want to say nice. thank you to everybody, you know, that sent yeah. me, uh, personally sent me an email. Little get well that. emails. Yes. That's so cool. I, I, yeah, it was, it that was a nice little cool. change. Very cool. Yeah, and then 11 is the one I told Bob, my son, that he needs to listen to. Yes, yes. Yeah. And we're gonna have, we're gonna have a little more on that in a minute, but is this it? Uh, yes, we just had, uh. Just three tonight? Three for the main show, and like I said, you know, we had. Yeah. We had others for the get for well. For get well. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Thank you everybody for your emails. That's fantastic. I really dig it. Um, I have a couple of follow-ups to our last show, uh, email show, that I want to go over. Uh, let me start, first of all, with Janet Everest of Richland, Washington. When I read your email, Janet, I said, Oh, I used to live near Richland in a little town called Sarah. And guess what? <clears throat> you probably already knew this, but it isn't Richland I used to live near, although I did later. The one I lived near at the time when I lived in Sarah uh-huh. is Ridgefield. Oh, And okay. I always sort of had a little mental block there with that town. So my apologies, although I did have um, a boyfriend in Kennewick. When I was growing up, and we lived in Spokane, I used to hang out in Yakima, we've been all over the state. We actually lived in Chelan, which is 32 miles, uh, I think, east of Wenatchee, all those places. So, I kind of been around there a lot, but I was sort of mistaken when I said that I lived real close to Richland, because I didn't. Okay. Then, just for fun, uh-huh. remember we had from Reiner Hasloff, the uh, gentleman from Stuttgart. Oh, Germany, just, yes. Yeah, just for fun, I Google-earthed, <sighs> Google-earthed him. Well, not him, but Stuttgart, Baden-Württemberg, Germany. I'm not saying that really well. He's probably giggling at it. But in any case, I, I thought, well, I want to see where this is, you know, and Google-earth is so much fun anyway. It's a real right. trip, literally. Um and it was kind of strange. I showed you. I made. I printed out pictures, and there's, there's more than one Stuttgart listed or shown there. There's this like major one, and then off to the right and up a little bit. There's this other one that says Stuttgart. And I don't know which is which, and maybe they're all the same. Right. Maybe it's a really big place. I don't know. And then I noticed that this Baden-Württemberg is sort of like, um, maybe like a county or something. Because it was sort of stamped like overall everything. And there were, you know, it's real hard to tell with Google Earth right? Uh, what you're looking at. But in any case, uh, I just thought just for shits and giggles, you'd like to know that I had actually looked you up. And there you were somewhere in there. Uh, okay, I have one more. Okay. Uh, by the time you listen to this podcast, you will have heard... Our uh, number 11, Mm -hmm. in which uh, we hear from a gentleman in Queens, New York, named Aaron. And in the podcast was a very touching um, uh, email that he sent to us. And it was difficult for Dave and I to get through the reading of it. Uh, 
without tears. In fact, we didn't get through it without tears, to be very honest with you. Um, but for those of you who may not have heard and cannot go back and listen to that particular podcast, I will read this again because I have what I think is probably uh, a better answer now Something that I've had to time to think yeah. about it. Um, it came to David K. Montoya and Sadie Burbank. I want to thank you. You two have helped me through the last few weeks. I lost my job last month and had to move in with my dad and stepmom. I've been feeling down, thinking about giving up on everything. But about three weeks ago, I was surfing around on my phone. Speaking of which, do you you want to answer that or not? No. Okay. I was surfing around on my phone on Stitcher and found your podcast. I laughed and laughed. Whenever I feel down, I play a back episode and can't wait for Tuesdays and your guys' new episode. And while I'm aware we'll never meet, I still want to thank you for saving my life. God bless you, too. Or you, too. Aaron from Queens. And I thought about it a lot, Aaron. I've thought about you a whole lot since we got this email. And I realized that while I was touched more than you'll ever know, and so was David, by it, that I really didn't do anything um, helpful. I mean, I read the email and and let you know that you touched our hearts and so on, but it occurred to me that maybe what would be a cool thing would be if you could email us back sometime and let us know what kind of work you do. What are your what's your skill set as they like to say these days? What what kind of job did you have that you lost and would you like another job like that again? Because we have a few listeners now in a few places that uh, might actually be looking for someone with those skills and those abilities. And it's it's conceivable that uh, a job offer could could come from that. We never know. So if, Aaron, you're listening and if you uh, still are looking for a job, and if you're not, terrific. But uh, if you are still, or if you've got one and you're thinking, well, this will pay the bills, but it's not really what I'm looking for, let us know. What are you looking for? What is, what is your hope there for employment? And maybe something can come from it. I don't know. That definitely, you know, we, we have between eleven and 12,000 downloads a week. So... Somebody's listening. Yes. And if, if we can help, you know, help more than just trying to, you know, lift the morale. And, and if we can do something serious in, in real time and get you working and getting you back on your feet, then, you know, we'll be more than happy to, to put that information out there. And, and who knows? You know, you don't know. Who's well, I think listening. the fact that we have those listeners, we, it's our responsibility to do that. Uh, it, you know, if, if we knew him personally... We'd be asking all our friends, hey, you know, Aaron, my buddy needs a job. Do you know anybody that, you know, on Facebook or whatever, do you know anybody that's got a, you know, opening? So because we have the uh, platform to do that, uh, we're doing it. So all you guys that might have a job offer available, keep, keep tuning in 
And uh, hopefully Aaron will uh, get an email to us and let us know what kind of job, you know, how far can you go for work? Right. I, you know, Queens is just one little spot in New York. I've actually been through Queens, too. That's actually one place I want to, I've never been to New York. I remember York. lots of brick buildings for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I was riding a bus from, um, I took a bus from JFK down to um, <clears throat> Grand Central because I had to take a train to Connecticut. Okay. And I noticed the, the, a lot, like I said, lots of brick buildings for some red, red brick buildings. And I think I must have seen a sign somewhere that said Queens. And I'm like, oh, cool. I've heard of that. <laughs> you know. So anyway, um, it's a big town. Big, yes. big, big town. Um, transportation can be difficult at best. You know, because I guess nobody owns cars in New York. I don't know. Somebody must because there's a lot of traffic. Yeah, but, for real. But I guess lots of it's taxi cabs and and then there's subways and whatever. So anyhow, give us give us some information, Aaron, that we can pass on to the listeners, and you know maybe with any luck at all, something will come out of it. That would be cool. If nothing else, we'd love to hear from you again, just to know you're doing better. Absolutely. That's it for me on the emails. Well. Also, every week we get together and we find out who's done something good. There's mm. always normally something bad. Well, when somebody does something bad, it's always rampant in the news. But I wanted to go and find what's good and find this week's helping hand. This week's helping hand is John Stamos. Now, do you know who John Stamos yes. is? Okay. Um, this actually comes from the TVGuideChannel.com. And when I seen the the name of the author, I giggled like a little girl, because the author's name is Sadie Guinness. Uh -uh. Sadie what? Guinness. No way. Yes, right my here. favorite one of my favorite drinks. <laughs> and the the title of this is John Stamos to take teenage amputee to Disneyland. Wow. Now this this story's it's it's gonna make you cry. No, it oh. won't make you cry, but, I mean, there was another one with uh, Mickey Rourke yeah, uh, that I found, and he actually saves a, a passenger, or someone got hit on a motorcycle, and he was the first one to respond. Wow. And that was a good story. Yeah. But this one, I think, actually takes, well, obviously, we're going to do the helping yeah. land on John okay. Stamos. Well, good for Mickey. Anyhow, if we don't read your story. John Stamos will help bring joy to an 18-year-old amputee. Caitlin DeBeau by taking her to the happiest place on earth. In February, DeBeau developed a deadly strain of menin meningitis. Men mm. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, a bacteria infection which forces the doctors to remove her arms and legs. Oh, hell no. Really? Stamos visited DeBeau at the hospital earlier this week where he posted a photo of them on Instagram and wrote, I'm only doing this because they asked. I said no press, but this story is a must-read. Plus, me and Katie have a date to Disneyland. So wow. he didn't want nobody, you know, he, he didn't want it to be all over the news. He didn't do it for that reason. Right. He did it because it needed to be done, and he was there and could do it, <coughs> which is cool. DeBro's friend Kristen Kidd shared her gratitude on Twitter, writing, 
thank you at John Stamos for making the time to come and visit my best friend at Caitlin DeBro. You made our day. Can't wait to see you again. Since being admitted to the hospital, DeBro's surgeries have have left her family with an overwhelming medical bill. No kidding. Even after she was released, she still needed physical therapy to eventually to eventually uh, learn working prosthetics. Yeah. To help ease the cost, DeBro's parents set up a fun site which raised over $77,000. Oh, fantastic. That's still just a drop in the bucket, no doubt. Yeah. Caitlin had an amazing, positive, and courageous attitude throughout this illness and is determined to have a happy, fulfilling life, believing that God has an awesome plan for her and her future. She is my hero, her mother, Kathy DeBro wrote. Wow. So I, I thought that that was such, uh, you know. Did uh, Could you tell from either pictures or additional information about it uh, how much of her arm and leg had to be cut? Well, I mean, here's the it, sad thing is because I actually went and did some research. Yeah. And how she got meningitis. Yeah. She got it at the gym. Because that was the only place that she had gone for like X amount of days straight. She just would get up, go to the gym, and then that following day she didn't feel good when she came back from the gym, but she still went to the gym and and she did it for X amount of days, I think for like a week or so. Mm -hmm. And um, to the point where, of course, you know, the ears, that's the first thing with uh, meningitis is Mm. the ears and then... And then I guess some other complications. Mm. Um, and then I'll actually post this picture on our website. It's um, yeah, you playing with the puppy? Girl. It's the picture of John Stamos and Caitlin. Oh, let me see. Let me see. Wow. Okay, but we can't tell. Does she have any I can't, arms I can't tell. or any leg? Because the reason I'm asking is because that determines, of course, uh, the type of prosthetics that she'll need to use. And the more um, original equipment, if you will, that she has, the easier it can be to um, handle the prosthetics, at least from what I understand about the use of prosthetics. I used to know a guy who fitted prosthetics. Really? Yeah. Um I presume he still does in Albuquerque and um, below the knee amputations were uh, easier for the amputee in terms of accustoming themselves to the prosthetic device Um, above the knee ones are a little harder more difficult and it's just because of the musculature and the tendons and so on that right. you have to work with. So that's why I was asking if anybody knew how much she lost and no, how in much fact, she's going to have to it do. It looks like it was intentionally covered to, or she was intentionally covered to sh- not show anything. Not show, yeah. Well, I can understand that. She probably doesn't want to show. It's, you know, it, her age is definitely on her side. Um again from what I learned from him about uh, 
being amp- having something amputated. Right. Younger people tend to do better to than back. older people do uh, in terms of dealing with the amputation, uh, dealing with the phantom pains and right and so forth. So hopefully, uh, she'll she'll do well. She'll have the strength she needs to to come through. And sound like she's definitely got the strength of spirit. Yes. To come through it very well. That was cool of him to do. That was. Well, this week we're going to do something a little different with headline news. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally we go and we, we look and see what's going on in Hollywood. Mm. But this week <laughs> we've got some local news to cover. Yeah, well, it's, it, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that one, too. Yeah, see, now, Lacey, you thought I was just growing old. But, I know. Well, I had to say somebody did, and you were there. But I'm not growing old. I'm chocolate defi- de- deficient. I'm I'm chocolate deprived. You're cocoa deprived. I'm cocoa deprived. Uh, in a study published Wednesday in the journal Neurology, researchers reported that chocolate may help improve brain health and thinking skills in the elderly. Yahoo! Pass the M and M's. I'm all about that. A Boston-based team found older people who initially performed poorly in a memory and reasoning test and also had reduced blood flow to their brains showed improvement after drinking two cups of cocoa. All right. Oops. All right. She just handed me two Snickers, and I kicked the microphone with my thumb. Thank you. Uh, Let's see if I sound smarter after the eat them. They drank two cups of cocoa every day for a month. Researchers had set out to test whether chocolate could increase blood flow to the brain during problem solving. And apparently it does. So, all you old folks out there, join me in a cup of cocoa. Fuck the tea and coffee. Let's have cocoa. That's right. Or we could have tea with cocoa. No, Cody, the dog, is not getting in. No, you're not. No way. No. (laughs) Go away. This is Grandma's candy, not yours. So is is that no, significant wait. with older people, or is I it with... elderly? Okay. So you have to wait <laughs> till you get old. Excuse me for eating in the microphone. Go away, Cody. Okay. Now here's another one I love. This is insane. <clears throat> The headline, oh, that last article, by the way, was from the L.A. Times. Um, I think it was today's, or Sunday's issue. Um, this is out of the Daily Press. Uh-huh. It's Which sat- is our local newspaper. Our local newspaper, Saturday, August 10, by staff writer Jose Quintero. And the headline reads, Fort Irwin Issues New Dress code. For those of you who do not know, Fort Irwin is a military base located um, uh, reasonably close to Barstow and Yermo, California, out in the desert. It is a facility that uh, I believe gained notoriety. Um, well, not notoriety. It's. I think it was established for the purpose of desert warfare training. Okay. Especially during 
um, Desert Storm, but Florida one's been around for a lot longer than that. But it does uh, provide an opportunity for that. Also, there's a lot of Air Force training going on in that vicinity as well. I know this on account. I used to live in Yermo, too. I've been everywhere. Have you ever noticed, guys, how I say I've been there and all that? Well, I actually have. I've been all over the world. <laughs> yeah, I think we're starting to see a pattern. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, it reads Fort Irwin. Residents of Fort Irwin. And now this is not just the military base, but there's a, uh, a little city right. there, town, if you will, uh, probably comprised mostly of... Uh, military families. You would think. And um, then any families who are there to operate whatever businesses may be in that area. Right. Because it's uh, somewhat of a commute to drive and uh, to that. Actually, I haven't been out there, so I'm not really positive. Okay? But I'm guessing at that part. Anyhow, residents of Fort Irwin have a new dress code to abide by, according to a post on the Fort Irwin Facebook page, which we could actually go to if we wanted. Wearing saggy or baggy pants, torn or cut clothing, pajamas, short shorts, and skirts, revealing undergarments, exposed bellies, and hats worn sideways or backward are in violation of the new policy, according to the Facebook post. Clothing with obscene or vulgar words, drug references, sexually suggestive words, or, quote, disparaging comments concerning the military and the United States government, unquote, uh, huh. is also prohibited. Latin to freedom of speech. Well, one wonders. According to the Post, Jason Miller, Community Information Manager, said the policy forces managers of any facilities or shops to deny service to anyone in violation of the dress code. The policy pertains to all indoor facilities, excluding the auto craft shop, Miller said. Not one single act prompted this policy, Miller stated. It was an accum... I don't think he meant to say it quite this way, but I am quoting. It was an accumulative violation of discipline and individual pride. Okay. Being stationed at Fort Irwin provides a unique opportunity to create not only a community of choice <laughs> but an enriched atmosphere where we can be proud of work live and raise a family unquote yeah I know <laughs> where to start officials from Fort Irwin could not be reached for comment on Friday about the dress code according to an to a report from the Army Times, Fort Irwin officials said the new policy is intended to foster dignity, <clears throat> respect, professionalism, and standards appropriate to a training installation. 
And when I first read that part, I, I made a note down here, uh, to, intended to foster dignity. And it reminded me of the, the thing we've seen in movies. And we used to hear, uh, you know, oh, this is for your own good. Big brother type thing. This is for your own good. This is, this is going to help you because it's for your own good. But what really is just blatant is they, they say that it's, it's <laughs> providing a unique opportunity to, to, to create not only a community of choice. Hello? What's the choice? Yeah, really. Where's the choice? I choose to wear shredded blue jeans. No, that's in violation of the uh, policy intended to provide a community of choice. What the fuck is that shit? I'm that's sorry. Double talk. That's that is total government speak, is what that is. Yeah. I'm so sorry, but the country I live in uh, uh, gives me the right to speak dress and swagger however I choose to and as far as I know the fact that Fort Irwin is a military base may or may not entitle them to the I can see where they could possibly get away with that with the military personnel themselves active duty members kind of thing presumably but civilians excuse me Oh, yeah. I don't, and, and, and even active duty when they're off duty, I suppose they say, well, we're never off duty, like cops and firemen. Right. But yeah, you are. And they're saying, you know, I mean, this is gonna, this is gonna really play havoc with the guys who make those shredded blue jeans and sell them for a fucking fortune. You know, with the holes in the knees and well, stuff see, like that. Well, see, I was thinking about I mean, making shirts, you know, on one side. They probably sell them in the store. Well, they said now, and, 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 and the stores now, they have to, they they have to they have to deny service. The the facilities and shops are required now to deny service to anyone who's in violation of the dress code. So now they're not only telling people how to dress; they're telling uh, Joe's don't, Donut Store you can't sell donuts to somebody who comes in who violates the dress code. That's now absolute. they're making cops out of Joe's Donuts. Right. That sucks. From from. I don't know how many different points of view. Anybody that sees this differently, please explain it to me in an email. I'd love to know where am I going wrong in in my interpretation of this. I'm just reading it like it is, folks. I'm I'm I swear to God, there's not a word I left out. Not a word did I leave out. I I don't think my in my verbal inflection was inappropriate. I think I read it as. Um, Mm, what's the word? Um, yeah. I I probably did read with an inflection intended to sort of emphasize my opinion about this whole thing. Now that I you know if I'm being really honest about it, I didn't read it just straight like I would have <laughs> if I was a reporter just reading it. See, that's why I never could be a reporter because I'd be going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Anyhow. Um, yeah, like I said, if anybody if anybody hears something in this that doesn't smack of red flags, so many amendments to the Constitution being violated, then let me know because I I totally this is just as unconstitutional as you can get. Yeah, I mean, 
like I said, I don't know. I know that, you know, as far as the men in the military are concerned, their superiors, right. as they call them, uh, you know, are God, and they have to do everything they said because they're in the military. And I get that, okay, but not the civilians. And in my opinion, it shouldn't apply to the off military duty. individuals who are off-duty. And, and, and... And so there, I just, I'm flabbergasted by this article. I'm just floored. I hope that, the, that we haven't heard the end of it. I'm hoping that somebody else is flabbergasted by it, too. I think the ACLU ought to hear about it. Oh, I'm sure they've probably already heard by now. I probably have. So there. That's that's our, uh, our news. That's... That's all I could get out of five days' worth of newspapers backed up on my porch. Okay, well, they weren't. They were backed up on my kitchen table, but same thing. But, you know, without without it being all negative stuff, I went through and I'm reading and it's like page after page after page of negative. Negative this, negative that. Right. You know, and I'm like, come on. Well, normally we say we usually have this segment in the beginning of the show, but... We sort of got things bass-ackwards yeah. today. So we're going to close out the show with saying goodbye. And but we're going to keep it light. Well, well we're going to try. We're going to try. Um, let's see. How do I approach this? <laughs> well, don't read the whole thing, for one thing, because some of those obits are lengthy. I don't think we need to read the whole thing. Uh, Do yeah. you? No, no. I, I'm just trying to... Um, Who are you reading? The Munchkin. Oh, yeah, the Munchkin person. I sort of read through that. Do you want me to pick out the stuff that, that yeah, seemed, yeah, go ahead. Per- seemed pertinent at the time? Go okay. ahead and do okay. it. Okay. And, uh, Wizard of Oz Munchkin dies at 89, uh, which is really it terrible way to what a headline uh her name was margaret pellegrini and she was a munchkin in the 1939 movie the wizard of oz she suffered a stroke and died wednesday well she suffered a stroke on monday and died wednesday um she was let me see i found it in here before she her she was famous for her work on the wizard of oz um, she was 16 years old, actually, huh. when she played the role of a, quote, sleepy head, unquote, kid who wore a flower pot on her head in The Wizard of Oz. And they have a, actually a picture of her in, um, well, several years ago with the pot on her head still. Right. And it probably looks exactly like it did size-wise in relationship to her as it did when she was 16, because she doesn't seem to have grown all that much, but she's aged, of course. Um, she spent the later years of her life traveling across the country, attending schools, uh, usually dressed in the costume, and speaking to students about her time as a munchkin, sharing behind-the-scenes story and so on, so that the, the kids could, you know, could relate to it and to her role uh, in the movie, and the role of roles rather of other individuals of their of her stature right. who were also 
cast as munchkins in the movie. So we say goodbye to Margaret. Um, also, the last of the King Sisters has, has died. Uh, you don't even know who the King Sisters no. are, do you? Uh-uh. Well, some of us old folks out there do, huh? Um, they were uh, singers and, and songwriters. And the King, the King family was like this whole uh, musical family and they had TV show and all that kind of stuff uh, back in the mm, I want to say 50s, 60s, yeah, actually here, let me see, it says, King began her singing career at 13 eventually joining her sister's quartet, which released more than 150 albums in the 40s, 50s, and 60s Holy crap Yeah, She went on to appear with her sisters on the King Family Show uh, ABC Variety Program in the 60s, which I remember watching. She appeared on TV with uh, in The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet and on MASH and on stage in Guys and Dolls and Hello, Dolly. Uh, she died at the age of 82 after uh, battling cancer, and she is survived by three children and seven grandchildren. So those of you who are as old as I am will remember the King family and the King sisters. And so we say goodbye to, what was her first name? Marilyn. Marilyn. I believe. Yes, Marilyn. All right, we can't leave, we can't leave out on a, an empty note like well, that. Well, we got two more. Lots of people died last week. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Shall I continue? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Karen Black, who made, I guess, five easy pieces made her, or at least brought her to everyone's attention. Um, actually, I think she was, easy she was, easy, she was an easy writer. Um, and Nashville, she has passed away. She was aged uh, 74, passed away from the complications of cancer, which is sort of a stupid way to say she died. I mean, everybody that dies from cancer dies from the complications of cancer. But right. anyway, any case, <clears throat> sorry, I'm not here to pick apart the obit. Um, she was known for her full lips and thick wavy hair. She did have full lips. I envy her lips, but there you go. Um, her breakthrough was as a prostitute who takes LSD with Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda in the 1969's Easy Rider, the hippie classic that helped her get the role of Rayette DePesto, a waitress who dates and is mistreated by an upper-class dropout played by Jack Nicholson in the 1970s, Five Easy Pieces. Uh, she did a lot of television work also. She was on Law and Order, Party of Five, uh, horror movies, most notably the Trilogy of Terror. Oh, that was on TV. I believe that was a TV. That a punk band named itself The Voluptuous Horror of Karen Black. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. She, let's see. She also was a screenwriter. And a playwright whose credits included the musical Missouri Waltz and A View of the Heart, a one-woman show in which she starred. So Karen had been around for a long, long time and uh, has much, much more, of course, to her credit. Anyone curious about her can look her up and 
on uh, online or... with I what is that IMDb? I, IMDb. IMDb. I see. I never can remember that. I'm not good with. Just think about internet. If I can't make a word out of it. I don't remember the letters. If think about internet movie database. That's what it stands internet for. Internet movie database. Internet IMDb movie database. It's like there's this gas station down on Bear Valley Road, and it's, it's for some reason they have a name like G and J or P and Q or some shit, and I'm like. I don't know your family, and I don't know your name. So why don't you name your name? Why don't you give it a name that somebody can remember? So right. we always, I always call it PDQ's gas because <laughs> I can remember PDQ. But anyway, um, our last goodbye goes to Edie Gourmet, who died at the age of 84. Uh, she was, as most of you may know, um, a singer, very talented one, married to uh, Steve Lawrence. They. Uh, God, they were on TV and in movies and, ma- and made recordings and everything for years and years and years and years and years. Her biggest hit that, that landed her in, in uh, everybody's consciousness was Blame It on the Bossa Nova was the song, which I remember very well. You're looking at me like I'm from Mars, but that's okay. <laughs> um, in any case, Edie Gourmet was, uh, she was, she was a very good comedic actress too, I thought. She had, she had her, her moments um, on celluloid, as they say, um, and they, she and her husband, uh, totally owned the recording industry for a while. Mm. They, you know, big, big, big music. He, her husband, um, had an equally large. Uh, solo hit in the 62 in 62 with go away little girl was his one of his big songs um, people who are up on all this will know all these things anyhow to start with and people who aren't won't really give a shit but uh, in any case musically they contributed a great deal to our musical history Gotcha. And so we say goodbye to Edie. And Steve, we're sorry for you. There's the phone again. Hello? It's so fun to be recording at home. That way we don't miss any phone calls. See? Except we keep getting phone calls from people who... And for the record, I do not have Sirius XM radio. Do not. And I'm actually going to leave this part in. because what is this Sirius is, XM radio? It's satellite radio. Okay. And they want to sell you some or what? They're like they keep calling me and say we have an we have an important business matter from Sirius XM Radio. Oh really? Yeah, I don't have Sirius XM Radio. No, I don't either. I wouldn't even know what it was. Oh, that's the one with the little dog. There's a picture of a dog. Yeah. I sort of saw that one time. And and, and <laughs> we're probably going to end up closing out on a rant, so I'm sorry. Oh well, we don't want to close out on a rant. But it's it's but- almost eight o'clock. Our time right now, as we yeah, sit here and talk, yeah. it's, it's and two minutes to eight. And they're calling you, and they're calling. And they've, this is the second time they've called in a, less than a half an hour. Yes. Well, why don't you let them... Oh, is it recorded? It's a recorded message, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, we get, we're getting a lot of... Uh, we get a lot of those kind of messages. I've gotten pretty good at it, though, because, see, now, you don't have your TV on, but when you have your TV on, you can see who's calling. Right. Because I showed you how to do that, which yes. is cool. Anybody that has Verizon knows what I'm talking about. Or if you don't, ooh, take your little um, remote and find... How did I tell you to do that? Through widgets. Yeah, go to the widgets. And there's this one opportunity that you have to put 
the telephone number of the caller to your landline uh, up on the TV screen. So while you're watching TV, if you don't want to get up and see who it is, you and can in see your it case, right you can't because this is an old phone. It doesn't even have the uh, little screen, window to yeah. say who's calling. Uh, at least you can see who it is. Now, sometimes they don't tell you because they don't know. So it'll say unknown caller at, uh, you know, some obscure area code you've never heard of or one you are familiar with, but a number you don't know for sure. Right. But I do that because we get so many phone calls from some other world drug companies that want us to, God, I don't know what they want. And I can't. And, you know, every once in a while I'll, I'll mess up and, and I'll answer the phone uh-huh. because I think, oh, maybe that's David's new phone number or something. Or I'll think I know who it is uh-huh. and it's them. And they'll say, can we speak to Ernie? And I go, no, and hang up, <laughs> you know. Or one time I said he's dead. One time I said, oh, I felt really bad about that, too, because it was an actual company that we do do business with. And I and Ernie had emailed him this letter and he was saying, or email, and he said, that we didn't like their fish oil product because it leaked and it was it was all their nasty old capsules with fish oil all over them. And I hated it. Uh-huh. And so he emailed them and said, "You know, maybe you don't know this, but that shit leaks and it's nasty." And so they were calling to tell us about you know they were sorry and everything. And I was really rude to this lady, as you know, she wanted to know if she could talk to her. And he go, "No, he died," you know, and all this. Well, you know, because I'll say anything that comes in my head sometimes. Right. And and then I thought, oh shit, that was, you know. So then I did the right thing, though. I called the company back, and I actually got a hold of her, and I apologized to her for being rude to her over the phone, and explained why I was because we get so damn many phone calls from people that interrupt my sleep, telemarketers, yeah, yeah interrupt my meals, interrupt my movies, and all that kind of stuff just to. Try to get something they're not going to get because we're never going to do business. Never, never, never going to do business with you. Don't call me. Okay, so there. That's on an up end, isn't it? Yes, it it is. (laughs) So for this week, I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S. Sadie Burbank. And you heard what we think, so now you know. Good night, folks. Well, you know, that Bieber, you know, his songs are okay, but he's really not that good of a person. And for that, you know, I should be on Bieber probation, to be honest with you. All right, folks, I want to thank you for spending these few hours with me, and I invite you to come back next Friday, and I will pull out of my machine and score three more episodes from the Jason Modcast archive for your enjoyment of at least three hours of audio entertainment. With that said, I'm Randy Lochran, and I will talk to you again right here on Flashback Fridays.